drop. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, You're out of your minds. This is a joke. This is caca. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. It would help if we had some dynamite, but they make a pretty good bag. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. What you get, dumbass? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm God now, you understand? God's not supposed to be a hack or a writer. Anything traveling faster than the speed of light would appear to be going backward in time. I don't give a fuck about your war. We're your president. All right, welcome everybody back for another episode of Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass! Wow, nice. I didn't realize you're joining me on that now. Nice, okay. Used to you. You guys are going to get us kicked out of this place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, last week... Oh, well, for, for for first-time listeners, which I mm. assume everybody is a first-time listener yes, on this yes, podcast. You probably haven't listened to a single episode. It's part of your roulette re- wheel of podcast listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if you don't know, uh, we are the Internet's uh, greatest John Carpenter mm-hmm. dedicated podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we're going through certified. all of his yeah, certified. Yeah. The, the John Carpenter Association. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They yeah, they gave it to us. Mm-hmm. Um, John Carpenter himself, JC, christened us and then he crucified us mm-hmm. uh, for his mm-hmm. sins. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> for memoirs of an invisible man. Yeah. Is number we had one to pay the price. Yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah. amazing if you could just find John Carpenter on, on Google? Like LinkedIn. Just, yeah, just john.carpenter <laughs> at gmail.com. Because <laughs> um, I want to invite him. I want It wouldn't be amazing if he was just like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. I, I've thought about that, like how <laughs> difficult he would be to get. And I... I'm, like I was actually thinking about while we were watching while I was watching the movie today, like I don't think it would be hard to get like AJ and this. I'm not saying this as like a, a, a dig. dig. No, 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 no. I'm they're just, just saying, people like, in the world. They're just people in the world, and they've had like they're they've had a, a film and television career, but they might not be like you know, like an A-list celebrity. I'm well, sure they're aware mm-hmm. of that. No, you know, I, but yeah. I don't think it would be hard to get like AJ Langdon uh, Langdon. Is it lagged? Is that the guy who's in all the John Carpenter movies? No, it's uh, uh, Utopia. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. In in uh, in the movie we're talking about yes, today. Yes. From my so-called life. Oh my god, I can't wait to talk about her. I love her. <laughs> oh. Okay. But uh, uh, I don't think she would be hard to get for like an interview hard. on like a podcast. No, <laughs> no, it would be like Gorley on uh, I was there too. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Yeah, yeah. But somewhere you got to have an in with like agents. That's the thing is we don't have potentially. That. But I just mean like I don't think it would be too hard to like reach out and be like. No. Hey, I have a podcast. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> Hi. Um, but anyways. Hey, I'm um, watching a movie with you. Oh, boy. Would you want to oh, talk to us? Well, I think uh, definitely those people are, I think, oftentimes have like the most interesting stories about yeah. movie making. You oh, know? sure. Uh, but uh, I am one of hosts, oh, Brett Battostain. Okay. <clears throat> I am another one of the hosts, Dylan Hong. And I oh, rounded good. out. 
I'm Tucker. <laughs> I really like, bring you're balance just actually to Tucker. the podcast. You, you should just go by Tucker. Why? Why has it taken oh 900 episodes? I just had of like a podcast. mini panic attack because I thought I had I had the wrong microphones uh, hot, hot to record. Is that true? That is not true. But now I'm con- I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you pause and just play back? No, it's good. I think we're good. I think we're good. I'm taking Tucker back. Well, I'm not doing this twice, so... You'll do it twice. I am not doing <laughs> this twice. You'll do it twice. I'll do it twice. It's fine. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, I think we're good. Yeah, you know, John Oliver did that thing on Tucker Carlson a few weeks ago, and like I wanted to rip the beginning of it off just because I think he starts the whole thing with Tucker Carlson giving Tuckers a worse name than they had to begin with. Uh. <laughs> you know, something like that. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I, I got to take it back. I'm like, this hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. And he's not making it any easier. So true. Yeah, yeah he's giving like Tucker the only famous one a bad name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I guess there's not a lot of Tuckers, huh? No. Weird. I was Tucker like, in his dream in my twenties. Yeah, Tucker, a man in his dream. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about as close as it came. It wasn't until <laughs> I was in my I think I was in my twenties when I was at a Hastings, uh-huh. and I heard someone being like Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. And I was like, what the I fuck? Was, I was also in my 20s when I first heard someone referring to Dylan and it yeah. wasn't me. It was some kid. Yeah. Oh. Like, don't get that. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You have the same, luck, you have the same experience as me of like never hearing your name your entire life yeah. until you're an adult. Which yeah. might be part of my uh, problem oh. is that yeah. I don't like people Although the difference is then you didn't have an entire generation behind you that was two-thirds of the children were named Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a now lot. Now there's going to be like an army of conservative kids yeah. coming up with the name Tucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be... Uh, it's yeah. not going to gain better for me. And Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Ben Shapiro. Who, yeah. Who's the, who's the one from Turning Point? Charlie Kirk? Oh, yeah, yeah. Know, God. The absolute... <laughs> worst. Is this the what an idiot? He looks like he's on one of those apps all the time. What an that idiot. makes his face. What an idiot. Yeah, like yeah, smushes yeah, your yeah. face into the middle. Uh huh. Like he looks what like he's one of those. The Matt the Gertz guy. Is that who you're talking about? No. Matt Gates. Matt Gates. He also that's, he, that's, looks he looks like, like that. Robbie Rocket or whatever his name is from Lazy Town. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a goddamn living Muppet. Yeah, he's he's got something weird going on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we are. Yeah, by the time this comes out, none of those people will be relevant. <laughs> Let's hope so. I, yeah, yeah. God. Let's hope. I, I'll, I'll I'll bet you a dollar right now. Matt Gates has no consequences. Oh yeah, hundred yep. percent. Yeah. Well, well, but what about sure. cancel culture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I will f- gladly pay you a dollar if I'm wrong. But what I about will, criminal I bet prosecution? Guy, <laughs> all of <that> just, <laughs> Let's do that. All of it just passes <laughs> yeah. by. This isn't cancel culture. That's illegal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think we're just saying that uh, people in power should be held, held accountable, accountable for yeah. their actions exactly. uh, if they're abusing Especially people. Especially illegal yeah. actions. Yeah. We just tend to, if somebody accuses somebody in power of being a scumbag, we'll believe it mm-hmm. uh, to an extent, you know? Now, <laughs> yeah. I, I am just going to suggest that you do just check the, or you're not You're not recording, Dylan you're just recording onto an SD card. so scared. Yeah. That we'll not have to scared. do this again. <laughs> I am not scared. I am telling you. There you is will not do it. No way I'm going to give my heart and soul to escape from LA and then try and repeat it because what's going to no, come we're good. here is we're good. golden. I, I promise diamond. that we're good. Poop. I, I promise that we're good. <laughs> okay. I promise that we're good. So, so we're talking I about. I promise <laughs> that we're good. <laughs> Mark <laughs> my words. Oh my God. Mark. I cross my heart and hope. To die, I'll say it. I feel like I feel like this is already <laughs> a cursed shit. episode, right? I know, we we I know. delayed it a couple weeks. We were going to uh, have our our pal Jeff Tate right back for this episode, but he 
it turned out uh, last minute wasn't able to do it. Yeah. Uh, we won't go into why. Uh, we'll let him. Uh, th- sure. That's his his story to tell. Uh, yeah. Should he want to tell it? So yeah. scandalous. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm making it sound it's not like scandalous. It's he not like it's not scandalous at all. But, uh, I don't want to. He's just not feeling well. Yeah, he's not feeling well. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I uh, uh, maybe we'll see. I, I'm. He said that he would oh, record his thoughts that. on this. I'm going to. I'm going to require him <laughs> yeah. to do you that. Just tweet him. Yes. Constantly tweet him. Yes. Yeah. I am going to follow. I have his email. I'm <laughs> going to email him and say, "I want you to do this." <laughs> and tell him if he doesn't, one of us will be doing a bad Jeff Tate impression and doing it ourselves. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh, that actually would be kind of fun. Yeah. This this episode is off to. Uh, uh, Roaring good start. Yeah, a roaring good start. But we'll see what we can salvage with our ingenuity and American can-do <sighs> American? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a very – because this is a very patriotic movie that we're about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, last Land week we talked free. about uh, vampires, was which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, definitely yeah. – more lukewarm on than you guys. Yeah. Neither I don't. I, neither of you guys love that movie for sure. But no. you guys had a, a, a. Yeah, we weren't as down on it as you apparently were. Yeah. Fucking negative Nelly over here. <laughs> I, I'm ha- uh, coming into this week's movie. I think there's a chance I'm going to be the exact opposite. Oh. Uh, because yeah. to th- today we're talking about. Because you're in love with this film. Escape from L.A. And yeah, dude. What I, I was going to say I is, I for once, that that seat <laughs> rotated to you. It's typically weighted towards me in terms of the like what the True. fuck is yeah. it yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yes I was sensitive to that feeling throughout this movie as well because I understand it's just tongue in cheek and ridiculous <laughs> yeah. yeah and I remember the moment in the rewatch again of like all right I remember the first couple times I watched this and just being like fuck you <laughs> to this movie because I had that same of like oh my god fuck you yeah. I, but it is fun if you set all of that aside and just go oh this is just supposed to be stupid and fun then it, uh, it's still I have a hard time still just going I still I'm not in love with it but I get that it's supposed to be fun certainly I will <laughs> I think for me um I, I, I watched it. I watched Escape from L.A. before Escape from New York, first of mm. all. That's right. You said that in a previous yes. episode. Yes. So that has painted my view of it a bit. Uh, I remember coming back to it later and being like, yeah, I mean, it's not – it's definitely, like, more cheesy mm. and more campy. And this one? De- yeah, and it doesn't take itself yeah. as serious as the first one. Uh, and that kind of, like, painted yeah. it with a uh, – it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth after having seen Escape from New York. Right. But – I think now having watched it in the context of John Carpenter's filmography yeah. and seeing, having like rewatched They Live, Ghosts of Mars, Vampires, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Agree. Prince of Darkness, like all these kind of more like campy yeah. B movies uh, that I think kind of get written off as being like bad instead of being campy and tongue yeah. in cheek. I think mm-hmm. watching it with that perspective, watching Escape from LA with that perspective perspective firmly set in front of me made it so i could fully enjoy this movie i agree to the point where like i fell i think i fell in love with this movie watching it (laughs) i watched it this morning first like er, woke up early i i love you hadn't watched it this whole time well i knew i have to budget my life far more uh, advanced than this i had to watch it like four days ago because i knew there would be no opportunity other than that 
Well, I, for me, like it, it makes more sense to just wake up and okay. watch it early, like and the day. Have, of. Yeah, I this morning as I was heading out, I was like, ah, I probably should have tossed it on yesterday just to have as a yeah. But um, I, I do, um, I fun. do want to ask you guys what Tucker has like, memorized every second. So <laughs> no, he's just looking at us. I like, watched it yesterday again, but right, but you've seen it eight times. Well, I want to, I do want to know your guys' so. history with the movie, Few, but bef- but real quick, I do it once other time. I, I do just want to say time. really quick uh, that. I like watching when I was watching it this morning, I was like fully invested in it and fully like on board with the the tone of it. Yeah. And not only that, but fully on board with the like also on board with the action in the movie, like recognizing it as and recognizing it as kind of like a cool time capsule of Mm the 90s, because this was kind of on the cusp of movies that had made like major or not on the cusp on like has is coming after movies that had made like huge advancements in CGI and computer mm-hmm. like, like what Terminator oh, like, 2 Jurassic Park I was going to say like Jurassic Park um, yeah what would have been closer to cuz this is 96 96 right? yeah so, so yeah, Jurassic so Park 3 so, years before yeah mm-hmm. so movies had come out before this where they had just made like big advancements in CGI but it wasn't quite to the point where every movie could do that and yeah, i think it was still a, a budgetary the matrix is yeah. i think what came along a couple years a later a couple years later yeah. and made it so like CGI really found its footing in movie making and yeah. people were able to make it look a little bit more believable yeah. well it's the price is the cost right, right. but so this movie's yeah. kind of falls into that cool yeah. sweet spot where like they're definitely u- using it and at the time they were probably thinking it looked awesome but oh, it clearly has yeah. not aged well. No, it looks like Sharknado level. Oh yeah, special effects. for sure. But that's why I'm saying it's like such an interesting time capsule I, of the 19, like the mid 90s, yeah. where they hadn't quite figured out CGI. Uh-huh. Well, and I get the impression that Carpenter kind of like because he, he does, I think, appreciate practical effects more anyway. So I'm, I'm guessing he would have wanted to lean into the older style, even if it were available, right? And but like, it, but it also gives me the impression <laughs> that. He was kind of just like, well, there's like new technology around. Let's just like fuck around with it and yeah. see what like see what happens. Yeah. And so the way it's used in this movie is kind of fun for me to see it like in, a, in an almost like academic study yeah. of it. Oh gosh, <laughs> sure. it's it's been it's it's peculiar. Well, so how many times have, how many times have you seen? I it, saw it on video soon after it came out. I remember and hated it. Uh, I just, just I was just like, well, that wasn't nearly as because um, I was. So excited that it was coming out. You loved. I loved Escape, Escape from, from New, New York, York. Yeah. and I probably hadn't rewatched Escape from New York because I, I, I'm sure I watched it in '96 when it came out on video, mm-hmm. and I don't think that I had rewatched Escape from New York other than maybe seen clips of it on on TBS or something in the years, you know, in the preceding ten years, let's say. Yeah. So I was just like, that movie's so awesome. I, I'm so excited they made a sequel, and then I yeah. watched it with my buddy, and we were both just like, well. Oh well, <laughs> and then I I know I rewatched it or a lot of it on cable yeah. over the next couple of years at some point, but just never I just it just marked in my head as like well that was stupid right. oh, well, and then he just kind of you know, John Carpenter you know he only made three movies after that and I don't remember hearing about any of them so it was just kind of I just figured he disappeared right yeah and so then rewatching it now I. Completely agree. Like having a better appreciation for 
the sense of humor that John Carpenter is attempting to infuse in his films mm-hmm. that I think you're right is being underappreciated. Maybe he's not presenting it effectively and that's part of why it gets underappreciated. But yeah, I mean, he's fully aware what he's doing in this movie. Right. And, and I think at the time I didn't think that. I think at the right. time I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Why is he doing this to Snake Plissken? Why, be fucking mm-hmm. badass and cool. Because he, it is a little, Escape from New York is a little more self-serious, but mm-hmm. I think Carpenter is also aware of how goony that is. And so yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, making, because then he does um, uh, Big Trouble a couple years later. Right. I guess that's like five years later, but still, yeah. he's just playing off of that trope and right. just making it goofy. And then I lost sight of the fact that he probably just leaned into that permanent, right? Fucking... Vampires comes right after this, and he's doing the same thing, just making fucking fun of the the like machismo dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this movie is just a yeah. romp, making fun of all action and yeah. just notching it up. I I don't know what exactly is missing to keep it because there would be a way to MacGruber this up and just make you lose your shit the entire movie. Well, I think <laughs> I, I think Carpenter still wants to like have it stand on its own as like. Uh, an action, an movie. action, yeah, yeah. What What about you, Tucker? How many? You, so you've only seen it a couple times. I feel like I know. I know for for sure that when it was coming out, I was like a senior in high school when this came out, or I graduated that year, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and uh, ninety six, yeah. And um, I was going through a phase where I was all like, you know, uh, underground punk rock stuff and Mm -hmm. i fucking hated action movies like that period like i hated action movies like everyone i saw was like these suck now because i loved shitty action movies growing up like as a kid kid right and then (laughs) i was a teenager i was like "Eh, stupid um and so i remember this movie coming out and i was just like this looks so shitty well, like this... the, the effects look so like even because they were promoting it and mm-hmm. you'd see that fucking wave thing in everything. And yeah. it was just like, what is this? Yeah. Like, that it all that wave so bad. was bad. Wh- so which wave I is worse? Know. This one or die another day? I don't remember the wave. I don't remember that either. Oh, um, you guys aren't James Bond fans. I am, but I don't remember that. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm a fan or I, not. Yeah, I enjoy I'm, them. I'm enjoy them right. too. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I haven't seen them all. So this is the same year as mission impossible. Right. But the, I remember seeing it eventually, <laughs> and I think I just kind of it just kind of glossed over glossed you. Glossed over, yeah. yeah. I was just like, okay, whatever. And uh, I I don't know that I've seen it again until I watched it twice for this. Oh, sweet! So I've seen it at least three times. Oh, now. for real? I just take it for granted that you're like a stan, and you're just watching all of these through your entire life. No, what? But no. so what's your kind of what? <laughs> no. Coming back to it now, no. where where? What are your kind of like initial feelings on it? Oh, like prelim um, feelings. I I thought it was great. I thought. Oh, okay. I, I had great. a great no. time. <laughs> I, no, I, I knew. It's no, Tucker's super fun. gonna Tucker's gonna like love everything. this movie. Are you kidding? I, I thought. <laughs> I thought it was super fun. Um, it does have some of the worst effects. Well, in <laughs> this movie, yeah. in this movie was released. And I just looked it up. Uh, wait, June, July, three months after Mission Impossible One. Okay. In terms yeah. of, of the context, because I was trying to think when you're when you're talking about I how you didn't, didn't like, well, how you you didn't like action movies. I'm trying to think like what action movies yeah. were even coming out at that point. I didn't really care. The '90s was a, a pretty for that first Mission Impossible like, so much. That because the the 
especially the mid nineties was like the height of like video rentals, you know, yeah. or like going straight to straight to video action movies. That's I don't like know if where it's like the height, but it, there was a lot of it. I'd say the height was when DVD because you could really just pump them out. Yeah, I guess so. But I I mean when. What I'm referring to specifically is Speed like two. is know. like the Van Damme direct-to-video oh, era. Yeah. That's okay. like the mid-90s when a lot of the worst of okay. those that's, action that's what stars that's what you're thinking. Okay. were doing yeah. like action. And I don't even – but like as far as like mainstream action movies, I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. Like the, Mission the, Impossible. There wasn't a ton and, and maybe at the time, Speed right? 2, right? Those are the only two that existed in the entire only, 1993 until 2000. Yeah. <laughs> until 99. <laughs> yeah. Not only just action movies, but like the just the big budget like sure. blockbuster no, spectacular. We, we've been time, listening like to you talk about films long enough. and that era of things. You wrote a whole fucking – The Roland Emmerich of it all. Yeah, it was rough. Tony was Scott of rough it all. Times. Yeah, yeah. You wrote, you wrote yeah. a whole essay about I did. the river, about River's, River's Edge. Edge. So, yeah, we get where you're coming yeah. from, bro. We know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> we got um, your number. <laughs> I will say, it definitely feels like a budget problem because it feels like he's got so much stuff mm-hmm. that he wants to pull off. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the budget is big enough to pull them off. No, and then Because, it, like, even looking at Memoirs of an Invisible Man, yeah. the effects work in that is better. It's more... It it's, is, but it's, it's they're less... Believable. It's less... But it's less... Um, 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 What's the There's word? A lot less it's less front and center. Yeah. yeah. Well, but yeah, he's not trying to be as... Um, <sighs> He he's setting the goal much higher in this movie. Yeah, right? like he was building totally. a whole world. Yeah, and I like that he was like I don't think I didn't pick up on how satirical it was at the time because I was too busy scoffing. Probably, I but, think by the time I picked up on it being satirical, I was just like, yeah. this is stupid. It's not funny. Right. And so yeah, but now it's like, oh man, this is pretty. Yeah. If pretty you great. if you look at it from the go as yeah. just tongue in cheek, you're like, oh yeah, I get it. Okay, because <laughs> then it's still, t- in my opinion, it still goes too far. By the time that yeah. surfing and then Steve oh, Buscemi's man. all, oh, well, look. Well, I was just like, no. John and then Carpenter's he surfs gonna... onto the fucking car. That I'm like, no, dude. I, this is this is kids playing in the nothing, bathtub level of is nonsense. Is there anything more badass than your your action hero having to do a bunch of sports? <gasps> I I love it. Really? I love what it. sports? He just Basketball, surfing. Well, surfing's not a and, sport. Yeah, it is. Well, but okay. that's more. Oh, Okay, but, I'm gonna call like the surfing association. Well, I think in terms of what you're referencing as sports, I don't put it in the same category as basketball. The basketball challenge is weird. It's still not a like. It's, the basketball challenge is weird because they go to the L.A. Coliseum, which is a football field, <laughs> and they put a basketball court in the <laughs> middle of it. What? And and, a, and 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 they tie. And well, we'll get to it. But he has to he has to um, be on a treadmill at one point. I was oh like, yeah, that treadmill well, was are... curious. That was a strange choice. It's just really funny things because it see wasn't an action like action star doing <laughs> you know, like dribbling a basketball. Well, especially because he's wearing <laughs> it's like so stupid. Yeah, it, it, I and I remember thinking that too. Of like, although I won't lie, I then spent a little time like putting myself to that challenge of trying mm-hmm. to like make. Did 10 you? Points. Yeah, sure. I, anytime I go play basketball in a in an indoor court, I would. How'd you do? It's Im- almost impossible. Is it? Yeah. Right. It's very hard to. You got to be spot on. Because yeah. I remember thinking, I feel like you could pull it off, but it's true. Like trying to just run the entire length of the court, make a layup, yeah. turn around, do the other one, you're gonna start to get winded after a oh, couple sure. of those. Especially if you've been shot in the leg. Um, he hadn't, had he been shot in the leg? I don't, or? Really I don't think so. Either. Not yet. Not yet. I love though. I got another question about I, I know that. We're just, I, know we're, I know we're just. I know we're. I know we're way into the movie. <laughs> yeah, let's but stop. That we'll shot. Do you know if did, it's real? Is it real? I was wondering because that's my question. Because then it's like, how many days did they how shoot that shot? How long did they have to do for that? For Kurt Russell to have to be like meant to do it? Got it. 
pull I, it off. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. Well, because, I mean, in the Gorlian Rust, uh, that shot of Sigourney Weaver throwing the ball over mm-hmm. her head, that's an actual shot. She did it. Yeah. Like, I mean, they took How like 50. Takes? They did yeah. like a, a dozen, a ton of them, and they were going to yeah. give up and just CGI it. And she said, give me one more. And then she hit it. And apparently, just if, done that at the beginning, Sigourn. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder because this is '96. This isn't like you know. There's that LeBron James thing from about ten years ago where it appears that he just like picks up a ball and just casually mm-hmm. sinks it from full court, which is clearly a CGI thing. But yeah, I couldn't tell. I paid attention yesterday when I was watching it because I was like, "How does it look?" And it it could be fake. It could be fake because it, it could says, be real. Though it, I'm not it gets sure. so small, it wouldn't be that hard to have the ball yeah. just disappear. Off screen. Uh, and just according to IMDb, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell practiced playing basketball between scenes as he wanted to make all of his shots legitimately in the basketball scene. Sure. And he made all those shots purely on his own talent, even the full court one. Okay. I. Okay. It's not. That's not an impossible shot, and it's not impossible no. to practice it to the point where it only takes you a dozen to get it. Sure. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, it. If you, it, it's just the arm strength to get it that far is the biggest. The real obstacle. challenge is to pull off looking. Uh, not excited about it afterwards. Yes, no, and that's <laughs> and what I was gonna stay, say in that girl snake Pliskin, so you're not like, Fuck yeah, I did it. Oh, shit. no, because then he just turns and he's just like <laughs> that look yeah. on his face and just like, Fuck yeah, <laughs> basketball <laughs> stuff. But it's such a strange, <laughs> it's so weird. Okay, hold on, before we get any further into the actual movie, mm-hmm. we got like, we're listen, almost at the end. Let's, right there. Li- let's listen to the music a little bit, okay, because we, we, we gotta good. do that. Um, we got we always gotta do that. Um, Oh, that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> so it is mostly just the. It's the same, just kind of jazzed up. Yeah. I want you to turn this into our theme music from here forward. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It makes no, it this is, dumber this is, sounding. It does sound dumber. It's, why did you start here? Start in the middle where it's actually happening. Here it comes. Oh. Dollars to donuts. Uh, he was just doing that for years, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, no, I'll just use my new updated." Because he's just like riffing on. I it got a since, new Casio. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I read been riffing uh, on it for twenty years in my book, which I forgot today. What uh, he was talking about? How um, he he hired what's her name that did Memoirs of Invisible Man to help with the music. Because Shirley was, Walker, yeah, he was doing so much that he felt taking on the score by himself would be too much. Okay, so she and just so added kind of the a Casio. collaboration. So she added the Casio over overtones, and then she just does some of it by herself. Okay, I think you can tell in the movie mm-hmm. when that happens. I think so. I okay, I get the impression, Tucker, that you don't like it. <laughs> the music. I mean, I prefer the Escape from New York. Yeah, the version. Escape from New yeah. York version I is better. It's, I, it's just not a. It's oh, I, fully, but I. It's fine. Because Whatever. I think because I was able to get in the headspace of just being like, I fully embrace this movie and I fully just, I like it as a time capsule of sure. the mid 90s. Sure. The fact that it is so 90s. It is a very 90s movie all around. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fully. It really is a good time capsule. And so, like, the music and, like, the soundtrack and all, like, the score, all of it is so Stacy Stacey Keach is a badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Bajoran lady. I never knew her name other than she's a Bajoran. Um, is that um, is that the, 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 the woman? She was uh, a Tesla. I guess she was uh, on Star Trek The Next Generation. 
Valeria Golino. She's from oh, yeah. I know her from Hot Shots Hot and Hot Shots Part Two. Part Two. I, I'm a stand for Hot Shots Part 2, by the way. Okay. I love that Me movie. too. I, oh, I don't think I watched either of those. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. They're I believe them. I think I was just not in the right mood when they came out and I never I mean, went back. I mean, it led me to think for a while that Charlie Sheen might be a comedic genius, but turns out not so <laughs> He just much. takes good direction. I think, I think there's an argument to be made that he might still be a comedic genius from a certain perspective. I, and the, fact that, the fact that he's not dead... <laughs> You know, it's something, hilarious. There's something, there's, something, <laughs> there's something more there about him than, than good I one, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, being he, alive. Son of a bitch, you Kaufman dust. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's in that and uh, what is she, in Mortal Beloved and like. She no, was she, in a lot, she's like, been in this, that, and she's had that period especially. No, she's just she's been a, on Star Trek: The Next Generation. No, she's not in, her. Valeria Galeno. She was in Big Top oh, Pee Wee. She's yeah. been in a million things. She was in Rain Man. She's yeah, she's right. like a a character actress. Like Jeez. she's been in a bunch of shit and has a worked. Big crush on her. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Her, her, for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what was she in this movie? Uh, she's the girl that uh, Snake meets hiding in the bushes. <gasps> Yeah. Yeah, Teslima. The, the pseudo Yeah, she was in Rain Man. Yeah, 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 Rain yeah. Man. Yeah. She's she's had like a steady she's like a steady character actory oh, type yeah. person. No, yeah. she's terrific. She's awesome. And she's I awesome like in this movie. I haven't seen her for a long time. Totally. Yeah. But she was in a movie just called Last Words just last year. Oh, I looked cool. it up. Uh I I love her and yeah, I no, have not terrific. seen her for a while either, no, so yeah. I was happy to uh, see her. It looks her. like she's just been acting in in Europe. And I was happy when I looked her up. I was happy to see that she's one of those people where she's I was not happy dead. To, I was happy to see that yeah. she's not dead and that she's also like that had made, made you go check on Charlie Sheen. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's been working. Yeah, just I'm always happy yeah, to to too. see when somebody I, I like her just keeps yeah. keeps churning them out. It's yeah, great. For sure. Um, but um, the music I, I, I of this I, I liked a lot for what it was and for what. Because I and I think because I'm a nine, I'm a '90s kid. You're a '90s oh, kid. Boy. Um, oh, <laughs> even the stuff that I don't like about the '90s still has like nostalgic, like tendrils in mm-hmm. my like consciousness. You know, <laughs> yeah. like and the same for the '80s. Exactly, the and I, I definitely have that for the '80s. But I, I for the '90s, I have it be, just because that's when I f- yeah. fully. Came into adulthood. I was I was <laughs> no, too not too fully but... cynical already by the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I my my yeah. I feel the same way. I'm a little spotty in this period, like the mid nineties. Yeah, I wasn't paying close attention to pop culture shit. I mean, I still don't know who Three Eleven is. So. Totally, and th- for me, that's like the two thousand tens, like the, the dream, the two, like the. <laughs> The the early two thousand tens like are yeah. kind of a blank spot for me. Like there's like hmm. a bunch of like pop artists for me that I just don't know. There's like a lot of movies yeah. from that time that I probably haven't seen. I feel like this period's that for me. Like yeah, I, I hear about uh, artists have something like that are in the in the ether yeah. out there, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Mm. Oh yeah, never yeah, yeah. heard of it fully. You know? Um, I saw that Lil Nas X video yeah. the other day because everybody's talking about it. Yeah, I'm like, what's Lil Nas X? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. And I had to watch it. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I have teenagers, and, and like, then I'll, I'll go, probably never listen to it again. Yeah. It's not really my thing, but it's a cool video, right? But I, <laughs> I have teenagers to help me with that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Are we really freaking out about this shit still?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that outrageous. Um, yeah, yeah, come on. I mean, <laughs> grow up, everybody. Come there's on. real stuff. Go- there's real yeah. problems in the world. <laughs> real this is problems. a music video. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know what you mean. I have lots of blind spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but th- for me, uh, uh, this period of movie making of like films and action movies in particular I actually do have a soft spot for mm-hmm. 
just because this is a lot of go- going to like the video, like going to blo- Blockbuster. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. what trashy like Van Damme movie I could find or yeah. what like third rate action movie or horror movie I could find. Like this is prime time for me, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, mm. But. I mean, the third rate ones I remember in the era, I was still into those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were really like, sh- it was when it looked like they spent $50 million on something and then like everybody's freaking out. I, I had a real distaste for yeah. all of that stuff. But I was also going to like, my dad was taking me to the movies a lot. That's awesome. In this time yeah. to go see these kinds of movies. Cause he'd be like, oh, it's Kurt Russell. Like, let's go see the Kurt Russell action yeah. movie. And then we'd go see it. And I think my dad just liked every movie he saw. I don't think he yeah. ever saw a movie he didn't like. Oh, that's hilarious. That's great. Really? So, yeah. That's, that's Tucker. Good for him. <laughs> but even, yeah, yeah. He was it's just awesome. like, uh, uh, he was just like, yeah, that movie was cool. It had action. It I had Kurt Russell shooting guns. Life. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so. Yeah. No, that tracks. Because I remember that time we, we met up with your folks or your dad and your stepmom. And, and I was shit talking uh, The Big Bang Theory. And they were like, no, we love that show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he would also. I mean, <laughs> he, like everything. Yeah. That's he great. just he, he liked every every show and every movie he saw. Yeah. And, that's great. And part, in some ways that transferred to me but in other ways it definitely didn't oh yeah but, no it definitely didn't <laughs> i want to be that way yeah i think i, I want to be that way shit. my sister's always that's like just, oh like, that's like on friends you know that episode of friends and i'm like no are you talking shit about friends don't you i talk will shit talk about, don't shit you about talk friends shit about all fucking day no no no, no. <laughs> sorry I not this podcast <laughs> but <laughs> i i think i want that's another show me and dylan are doing no i think i would like to get to a place where stuff like the big bang theory doesn't piss me off why you know what i mean because it's a terrible thing and it needs really to be bad. destroyed. But I don't need it to piss me off. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't piss either. me off. It just annoys me that people like it. See, I don't want to be, I want to get past even just being like, or no, annoyed. I'm annoyed yeah. that, it, I'm annoyed that, that it's popular yeah. and continues to roll forward. I don't mind that it existed. I mind that it's celebrated. I mind like when I see someone, like a picture of an actor, I'm like, oh, who's this? And then I'm like, oh, they're in young Sheldon. There's more of it? <laughs> There's yeah. more of it. Like, yes. I and I, I've, that been watching, me. I've been watching basketball, the March Madness, and they've been pushing this new show by that same guy that yeah. looks like garbage. Yeah. And well, they... but the thing is, is like I can't even. I have a soft spot for even like Young Sheldon because what? the da- the guy I'm, who plays I'm, the dad on Young I'm Sheldon <laughs> is uh, Bill Ponderosa on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And he plays the dad on that show. So part of me is rooting for that show because I love Bill Ponderosa so much that I'm like, I want Bill Ponderosa to. And you're right. From the aspect aspect (laughs) of providing work for these people who are in the show, that's fine. I don't begrudge them that. Mm -hmm. I I just celebrating a show like that where. It's just not humorous in any way. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the All people right. I don't like need something to watch too. Yes, it's for the them. The people yes. I don't like, <laughs> which are most exactly. It's, it is. It, <laughs> okay. It, I want to get to a spot where it doesn't give me a negative impression mm-hmm. of somebody who does celebrate that kind yes. of thing. Yes, that I appreciate because yeah. because I yes. do check myself anytime I have that. I'm like, art is subjective. Relax, dude. My yeah. I re- my wife recently told me that my brother-in-law told my sister that he was intimidated to talk about movies with me because I had like such strong opinions about him. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I probably should dial it back a little yeah. bit when somebody brings up like oh, sure. Batman v Superman. I sh- probably shouldn't just like immediately go off into like a 45 minute tirade. I've had that same anxiety with people I've known over the years <laughs> yeah. where I'm just like, 
I don't even want to talk about this thing I like because I know that they're yeah. gonna hate it and yeah. I'm gonna feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, because I, I enjoy it. Right, and exactly. I don't like feeling well, like that. that I don't want to totally. make someone feel like that. There was yeah. the headspace that I brought to our friendship from the go was your opinion is wrong, right? Like that's the <laughs> way. I, that's the that's the headspace I walk into any discussion with that about, and I know that that's an idiotic thing but to I say because that's fun. I think with like, me, nope, and you, nope, your opinion is wrong. I think with me and you though, at least. We have both come into this relationship yes. within that same headspace yes. of your each other's opinion is wrong, wrong and will yet. forever be wrong. And so <laughs> it's just uh, fun. And Tucker is a fine mediator. Yes. <laughs> Everything's um, cool, guys. But um, <laughs> anyway, this movie, I, th- it's I feel like good. there's a reason why we're avoiding talking <laughs> no, no, about no, this no, movie no, directly. I think this is getting us in a good headspace to talk about this movie <laughs> okay. because okay. Um, this movie, okay, so it came out in uh, 1996. Mm. Takes, uh, takes place in 2013. T- two th- 2013. Um, Which I appreciate because re- they, they give you the same length of time between yeah. the first yeah. movie. It's essentially a remake of Escape from New York it is. in almost every way. Story right. beat wise, like, it hits but, all the same. But oh, yeah. they're not yeah. trying, because I thought at first that it takes place like the same year. And that, that's when. Be awesome. Because it says, 19, <laughs> it opens with saying 1998. And I was like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's just immediately. <laughs> but that's just giving you the history of the world since yeah. Escape from New York ended. Right. So, and I like that because it, it, they don't have to do something where they pretend Kurt Russell's not 15, 16 years older. The movie right. takes place 16 years later. So mm-hmm. he's, he's older just as he should be. And, and I like that. Uh, yeah. And they don't as even have, they don't even have it be that like LA has become, is like their prison, like escape, like New yeah, York was. It's just become, well. They, it's the people that were stuck there are stuck there still. But they're also. And they're shipping, shipping out the people, the undesirables. Yeah. The oh, world, are, I, anyone yeah, no, guilty the, of the moral countries become a, oh, right, loses right, right, their right, citizenship. Right, right, and right, countries right. become a hardcore theocracy, which yeah. I, I really, I I, even at the time, I digged uh-huh. that aspect. Though I was like, totally. yeah, me too. I'm into and, this. And um, really quick, though, I do just want to say that um, this reunited Kurt Russell with Deborah Hill, who was yeah. a, co- a longtime collaborator of his. They had collaborated on like Halloween. Um, oh, John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. John, John Carpenter. Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I guess in a way. Um, but she was part of like Escape from New York. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. She was. Is she the, the co-writer? She's a co-writer. Okay. It was her, Kurt producer Russell. and too, But she was, yeah, I mean, right. she was a producer on a million things. Adventures in Babysitting, which holds a close mm-hmm. uh, oh, a yeah. spot in my heart. Big Top Pee-wee, again, interestingly enough. Nice. Um, all sorts of stuff. Uh, she was like a, a producer, but she's she's dead. Um, Aww, which is why yeah. I just wanted to give her a she shout out. Cancer or something a few oh, years really? back. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad. Definitely sad. <laughs> kind of. It was sad. It's kind of sad. But, but she also was kind of just what she did. She was a producer on Clue. Yeah. That's no, where she's, she's classic. dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to give a shout out to her yeah. uh, because uh, she's her awesome. Her family's and certainly she's, listening. Well, in case they do, I don't want to just like. I'll shit on a lot of dead oh people. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's for you, Debbie. Debbie. Um, Debbie. <laughs> all right. But yeah, so Deborah. the movie starts off with LA having broken off from the rest of the United States. Major earthquake. Major from a major earthquake, earthquake, yeah. The big one. Which um, the theocracy aspect, the, pre- the, the guy running for president or just became president was already president. saying something like this was going to happen. And so because it happens... They don't. They just kind of gloss over how that becomes. Then he's able to then parlay that into being a permanent leader. So he turns the country mm. into a theocratic dictatorship. 
Yeah. They don't really give you any background for because I feel like that would take a there you could have an entire film series about that, <laughs> well, sure. that how it happens that transpiring. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that's basically like <laughs> Handmaid's Tale, the t- yeah. the TV show. Yeah, but uh, here it's just like they started a new police force. Yeah, and it's just it just happened. Installed himself as the, permanent president. Yeah, I think a lot of this feels watching it now a lot of it feels pretty timely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which oh, yeah. also adds like another interesting layer to it because of like it, we're, yeah, because in recording 90, this in 2021, in I mean, the, come, just come off like the Trump first, well, the first the, Trump presidency. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and all the Q stuff, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and just like the re- the religiousness of so much of like yeah. the right wing, yeah. conservative I people feel like in the that country. Wave has crested yet either. So. Neither do I, yeah. and it's reminiscent of like oh, the V for the Alan Moore yeah. V for Vendetta type oh, of stuff absolutely. and. Uh, I I love that aspect of this movie because yeah. I'm so like staunchly against that. Yeah, that this movie speaks to me in a way where I'm like, well, yeah, and, f- fuck the government. <laughs> well, and right. and similar to New, well, no, and it's a little bit more like Escape from New York is apolitical, right? Like it puts the world out there, but Snakey is even like, I don't give a shit about your world and your president, and like mm-hmm. he just kind of fucks over the president. This one has a little bit more f- political feeling to mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah, for sure. But even it's still not overtly political, right? It's, like it has those undertones, has the bad guy. What's the bad guy's name? Cuervo Jones. Cuervo, Cuervo Jones. Jones. Such a great, fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid bad guy name. It's more specifically political. Yes. Like the the president has a specific kind of evil. Yeah. But Donald Pleasance in the first one is just kind of a weasley politician. Like we don't well, really and, know a whole lot we, about his and we policies don't, we don't or know, what he's doing. And we don't know what things. the rest of the world's really happening in the rest of the world. Yeah. We just know that. There's a big prison and the the president's right. trapped in it, so and it could just o- be a normal normal air quotes yeah. world. And not only that, but like the way, even like at the time that movie came out, that wasn't too di- like the idea of like turning a city into like a prison is not like so unrealistic, just because of like things like Guantanamo Bay and like yeah. the prison industrial <laughs> complex and stuff that I do not have. Any those education weren't, about those but, weren't nearly as kicked off in 1981 as they were by 96. To- totally, totally, totally. But I'm just saying, like, uh, watching it through modern eyes, watching Escape from New York, it's like, well, he just seems to oh, be acting. Donald, Donald Pleasant seems to be acting in a way that, like, we kind of know politicians to act. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, kind and, of amoral and uh, weaselly, yeah. self-serving, and self-serving. Yeah, yeah. yeah but and, this one, he's completely like he's evil he's a he's yeah. a dictator yeah he's like a religious dictator yeah. he's uh and he's played by uh cliff robertson yes who, i was happy to see him in it and the, this movie is uh, like has a really fun cast yeah of character actors yeah. and uh which is something that Lots like fun did you catch david carradine again or robert he, carradine robert, robert carradine, carradine. Yes. Robert carradine. Yes. yes i i made a note of that it yes. was yep. like I don't know Yay! why I'm happy to see him back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was series. awesome. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and that scene is dope where mm-hmm. he's like. The Indiana it. Jones. Yeah. He does the Indiana Jones. Yeah. 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 I totally. love that. Um, no. And I love that they fix his outfit. Right. Because that was my complaint. And I clearly had remembered this outfit because I described this outfit when I was like, oh. I wish he was dressed in all black so, and had like a duster. Oh. Yes. Okay. So I, I want to get to that. <laughs> That's uh, right. They, so, I remember uh, that. The. And as he's getting decked out, I was like, 
Oh yeah, uh, no, he does it here. That's why I thought that. <laughs> the when he when they first show Snake as he's getting brought to like the L.A. border, like <laughs> the the wall where they're guarding L.A. Just like the Escape from New York. Just it's, like from the Escape opening from New York. is identical. Oh, identical. Yeah. And right away, like the shots of the helicopters flying and the wall and like mm-hmm. the wreckage of the city and the water, it looks so shitty. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's terrific. Yeah, that's why it, it just, just so feels bad. It, it is a fucking Sharknado. It's an episode of oh, Sharknado. Yeah. I was like already. I was writing like is. Is this the worst it's gonna look? No, <laughs> when that wave hits, baby. <laughs> the, the CGI and, uh, and like the rear used on like the rear screen projection. Yeah, because like obviously <laughs> they're still like shooting on film and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So oh, like there's good not point. there's not like CGI hasn't got to the point where like. Yeah, it's fully integrated. It's fully integrated yeah, and fully. That's a good point. It's like two years from that. If he'd waited three years to make this movie, eh, probably wouldn't have got made. <laughs> but but I don't know because like, fit, uh, I almost gave away the budget. Actually, can we get the budget out of the way really quick? Sure. Oh sure, okay. Let me because you're just gonna die in to talk about it. I am dying to talk about okay, it. Okay, so my guess on the budget. Do you know? Did you look it up? I'm sure it was in the book, but I can't remember. Okay, so in 96, the budget for this movie- I feel it was pretty substantial. I'm going to say $53 million. I was I was going to say 50. And then, would, it, and, then, and, then, and then box office, I'm going to guess 11. <laughs> I'm going to say like $22 million. Oh, you almost nailed it. Yeah, it's because he read the book. He yeah, yeah you it's fucker. in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a rattle around. Uh, it was f- made for $50 million, and it made $25 million. Okay. But, I, so I just want, yeah, huge flop. Yeah. But I just want to say, just to give like a comparison of other movies that were coming around the time with like similar budgets, Independence Day came out the same year. Oh, my God. And What was what, its budget? $75 million. Okay. So this was Almost, this was a two thirds of, or yeah, two thirds of that movie's budget. Yeah, and it it did did not utilize it. But go Independence ahead. Day did not have any like like Kurt Russell got probably like a big paycheck for this movie, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any stars at Independence Day. Like Will Smith was not no, bringing in that kind yet. of money no, yet because yeah, this that was yet. the movie that made him yeah. the Independence Day, the July Fourth guy. Yeah, like every year after that, he has the July Fourth weekend. Owned. That's right. But before that, I don't think he's getting a big no, paycheck. You're right. So you're probably getting more effects budget on that movie. Maybe, but there was a ton more. A, uh, what, whatever, dude. No, you're probably right. I, yeah, but they're not I'm, big. They're no, not big and paid ten million dollars or anything like that. No, you're yeah. probably Jeff You're probably right. I bet. No, I, I bet the biggest couple million maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> ju- I, I, you're probably right. I would. What did, I would Kurt, w- did they say what Kurt Russell got paid for this? No, but he. I actually don't think he got paid necessarily that much. Yeah, because I'm doubting. He's I think I think I already got a pretty big paycheck. Hmm. Um, because this was kind of he didn't want to do and, it, and he's also credited as a producer along with this was kind of a passion him, so. project for him. Like he's yeah. the reason this got made in the first place is because Kurt Russell, he, yeah, because hmm. he wanted to revisit Snake Plissken just because he liked playing Snake Plissken. I could see that. I'm sure by then he was recognized as Snake Plissken everywhere, so he's like, well, may as well make another one. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was like, I'm getting a little old because they had talked about it. And he was worried that if he waited too much longer, he would be too old to play Snake anymore. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. And so they really <laughs> went after it. He's like, "What do you think? Who do I think I am? Fucking Clint Eastwood?" Um, but I, yeah, I'm just kind of. I'm just saying that, like, that uh, did Kurt Russell make? Oh, I was just about to look that up. Escape from I'm looking LA. it up. Ten million dollars. I was gonna say, did he get so a, a 
Let's see. Claudia Eller expressed surprise that Kurt Russell, a star with less than marquee value than A-list actors, was being paid $10 million for the upcoming Escape from so L.A. 20% of the budget went to... Uh, that's, that's pretty crazy. That is a lot. Ten, yeah, because that means, I mean... I do remember that the effects budget alone for this movie was $25 okay. million. Dollars. That's... Well, and then it's it, like half it, must, it must have been a ten million to rent out the L.A. Coliseum like that. Yeah, well, so <laughs> so in, just in comparison to like and then fill it full of garbage. I mean, twenty five million dollars can make a huge difference. Like, yeah, but yeah, definitely like to our hearts. But yeah, but also like even looking at a movie, I, I guess it depends on where you want the money to go. Because I also looked, I was trying to think of another movie that's like recent that had like amazing CGI. Mm. Uh, for like a similar, like a modern day similar Shark- budget, Sharknado. and like yeah, Sharknado. Yeah. I looked up the budget for uh, Ex Machina. Okay, and that movie was made for fifteen million dollars. Yeah. Sure, but there's obviously, only one set for that. Obviously, like there, but I'm just saying, like that's why it matters, like where you decide to spend your money. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Is the or like how much, mo- like what your budget should be and where it should go, is because you can do a lot with a little bit of money yeah. if you're using it right and like paying attention to like all the extracurricular stuff. Yeah. If you have $50 million and you want to make a huge movie with like big set pieces and big action scenes and stuff like that, you're probably yeah. not going to be able to put a lot of money towards like your CGI mm-hmm. and effects. Like you're just probably not going to be able to do that. Yeah. And so when uh 25 million goes to CG but 10 million goes to your star, cur- your star and then you're also doing these big action scenes and set pieces yeah. where you're going to have to like dump a fuck ton of money into those. Yeah. It's yeah. probably not going to always look great. Yeah. But <laughs> especially not. if you decide to have one of your major action scenes be a bunch of guys on hang hang gliders shooting. <laughs> Okay. okay. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get me to say a bad thing <laughs> about this glider. movie. How do you you're say hand gliders? Hang gliders. Hang gliders. Hang okay. Gliders. So Snake gets sent into L.A. to I love to Steve retrieve full like legs just go splailing out. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um. So Snake gets sent in to L.A. Uh, to retrieve a black box kind of the same i mean it's, a, essentially it's the same, the same setup it's, he doesn't know it's in the black box he's also sent to kill uh assassinate utopia the, the daughter, daughter of the president the, of the president who has she is how that she stole the black box and ran to la to give it to Cuervo Cuervo jones. jones who's like a radical yeah. revolutionary right. when it's also prescient LA. that she has spent so much time in a vr reality virtual reality that Cuervo jones tapped in and pseudo brainwashed her into co- being in his cult right that's yeah. also kind of prescient for yeah 20 years later totally. in terms of well, like and the fact uh, that this movie draws a direct parallel between Cuervo Jones and the president of yeah. like they're basically just doing the same thing and yeah. they're both yeah well that, that that's a little yeah. later I just meant no, the idea sure. that you could get hooked into your own reality by only subjecting yourself to one input like in '96, right. that was not happening. People, the internet was still fairly new. The idea that you would become so inundated yeah. by one messaging—yeah, that, that was, is that a was radical. novel idea. Yeah, or mm-hmm. yeah, novel, not radical necessarily, but yeah. Considering today, that's very prescient. Oh yeah, for sure, totally. Um, so, uh, oh, go uh, ahead. Oh, I just had some details in there. Um, Snake was picked up for gunfighting for profit in New Vegas, Thailand, U.S. territory. Oh my God, I, I missed that. that. That's that was important. Cool. So great, and New then, Vegas, uh, Thailand. 
Stacy Keach, as you mentioned, is the Lee Van Cleef character yeah. Yeah. from the first one. He's right. got the ponytail, and he had just recently done that Body Bags I told you about. I mean, a few years before he'd done okay. John Carpenter's Body Bags, right? Where it was all about him growing all this hair all over himself. Oh, is that he was right? Taking, like, so was that really his? his hair? So is that really his hair? I don't know. I mean, I it was, was just about years to, before. I was about but to I was comment. Like, God, he's got a fucking ponytail in this. I was <laughs> about to comment that there's no way Stacy Keach has ever worn a ponytail. Twenty. Just in that other thing, and then um oh Peter Jason Carpenter regular. Back, yep, we're back with oh I, that guy who's in that. all of them. I was happy yeah. to see him. Yeah, yep. Me too, actually. I was very happy to see him. And um oh also I liked that as we're walking through, he's handcuffed and they're walking through the corridors and everything, bringing him to find out what he's doing. Um, there you hear the PA system going on on, and and they say that you can execute. Uh, you can execute a, an option to um, have yourself electrocuted yeah. instead of going to LA. That yes. was in the first one too. No, yeah. but the but first one like in the electric chairs in the hallway. Just <laughs> oh yeah, being yeah, zapped yeah. and shit. Yeah, you can choose to repent and be electrocuted. I right, think is what they said yeah. repent and what be would you electrocuted. Guys do? <laughs> I would go to. LA. I, I'd go to, go LA, to LA, too. LA too. What the fuck? It's LA, dude. We love LA. I mean, <laughs> we love LA. I mean, later on, uh, Tess, <laughs> I love Tess that Lima, they throw that in. Totally. Uh, makes reference to the fact that uh, she, it's like the only free place left in yeah. the world. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I mean, she does get makes sense. killed right after that. Immediately after she says that, <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. I, I was I was on board with it. I was like, yeah, L.A. seems kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's it. Yeah, compared to compared the, to the rest, of the, the rest of the the country. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> oh yeah, no red meat, no smoking, <laughs> no oh, swearing. Oh yeah, I'd much rather <laughs> be I'd much rather be Again, in L.A. Than with the, the economics of this, and just like I had an issue with the economics of New York, like where is the food? Where is the power? How is it all functioning? Well, and I'm it also think about that. it stands to read. I I at the, by this. When we get to this movie, I'm kind of wondering why Snake isn't like. By the time this movie's over, I'm kind of wondering why Snake isn't like. Yeah, I mean, I could just rule L.A. Yeah, like I could be true. the biggest baddest motherfucker in L.A. I don't. Yeah, why not? But anyways, um. Oh, and also one other quick cameo in that section. Section when we get to the uh, video of of Utopia mm-hmm. on Air Force Three, hijacking the thing, <laughs> sure. and then they put. Snake in the virtual reality yeah. of the Air Force like Three yeah. behind the cam- and, with all the camera people. Yeah, the cameras there, and apparently playing a congressman standing right next to him is Paul Bartel. Do you guys know mm-hmm. Paul Bartel? He was a uh, he's in a lot of Roger Corman movies in the seventies. Uh, but he directed and starred in um, Eating Raul. Have you ever okay. seen that? Yes, so fucking good. Yes. Um. Anyway, I love him. Okay. Yeah. Nice. He's going. And I thought that was a cool. All of that was cool. Like all the holographic mm-hmm. stuff, and he's in the virtual reality, and they're like explaining what he has to do, and he like shoots them, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're not stupid. We're holograms. <laughs> we're holograms, yeah. Pliskin." No, that's when he jumps. <laughs> he jumps at the president. That's when they're holograms. Oh yeah. He fires blanks at them. Oh later which, on. Yeah, yeah whatever. Also good. Some but point, yeah. I also want to uh, just mention uh, again one more time, uh, uh, AJ Langer, uh, who plays the president's oh, yes. daughter, Utopia. She was the the best friend on My So-Called Life. And since you guys were a little bit older, right. you guys probably weren't super into My So-Called Life. No. Uh, but she played Ray, mm. Rayanne, I think was her name on that show. And she was adorable, so cute on sure. that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's adorable in this movie. Oh, she's yeah, very, for very sure. Attractive. And I I was like, she is, I, I yeah, love her. I love brought, her yeah, yeah, I remember watching My So-Called Life when I was a kid and being like, I don't care about Claire Danes. I want to get oh, to I want to, that show. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I did see Jordan a Catalano. Of that. Come on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Jared Leto? Leto? Come on. He's the worst. That's where it all started for I me. I know. I hate Jared Leto as well. But And I also hated Jordan Catalano, too. Yeah. Uh, I think I only saw like the first episode of that show because when it was coming out, it was like, uh, is it 
I like my generation. Right, 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 my, right, right. Yeah. And then I watched it and was like, oh, right, I hate my generation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch these assholes. <laughs> but I do love, I do love her in that show. And I every time I've seen her in a, a show or pop up in a movie or something, I'm yeah. always like. I still love you, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Future guest of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ um, Langer. Good luck. Is that her name? AJ uh, Langer? Yes. Right. Um, but uh, so as he's sent She's to LA. Her entire life dealing with fanboys like you. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but. Brett, I have a big crush on you. You want to talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> so Snake gets sent in. I like that this time, though, they make the, the time shorter. Uh, yeah. It's only 10 hours. Instead no of, time to sleep this time. <laughs> yeah, instead of 24 hours, it's 10 hours. Mm-hmm. I like that. They also give they give him another virus that's going to kill him. Yeah. Which turns out to have just been a MacGuffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a ruse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I like, like that. that, too, because yeah. obviously if he can't do it in 10 hours, you still want to have your man inside be able to bring back your well, world-ending device. Right. Also, if that's also the I mean, I guess my first when that first started kicking off, I was like, why do they have any time limit on this? Because they just need the black box back. Just give them as much time as you want. But then they reveal later that Cuervo Jones is going to use it yeah. the next day. Right. And somehow yeah. they know that that's coming. And that well, the they U.S. Know it got is stole. on the precipice they know of it, an invasion. No, this right. is what I'm talking about, the precipice of an invasion. Like, they don't talk about that yeah. initially. They just say he needs to go in, and they've yeah. given a thing that he's only got 10 hours to do it. And I was like, why give him only 10 hours? If they just need that thing, give him as much time as he needs to get the thing. But well, then it, later it's revealed that there's something happening very soon, and they need r- it for that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, so... He has to go get into L.A. via submarine. Jesus via Christ. submarine. Which, a, which is a nuclear-powered submarine that's the size of one person. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, single-seater. Oh, a single-seater <laughs> nuclear power. Actually, they're, like, talking about injecting the wait, rods wait. on a nuclear sub that's, this, like, 11 feet long. Before and then he we, overloads it just getting across the San Fernando Sea. But wait, Fernando hold on. Before, before, we, before, we get, before we dive into the submarine stuff... Uh, the I, greatest graph I, I, CGI on, we, on the planet in the we, history of we man. We have to talk about his his updated outfit. Oh, his nineties. Uh, because <sighs> when he when he steps out of his uh, uh, that that van in handcuffs and he's wearing he's the exact literally same, the same thing, exact same outfit. Yeah. I was like, wow, <laughs> that does not. Look okay. Does not look okay no. in the nineties. Well, and she even <laughs> says it's so retro. He looks so retro. Yeah. Where so. does he shop? Yeah, exactly. Those, those aren't old. They're like new pants. Well, I, oh yeah, he's well, or like he's maybe got him patched up or something. Real bad if those are the exact same outfit that he's been wearing for. 13, but they do, they do update years. his clothing, and I love, I absolutely love that when they give him the clothes. One that it includes a duster, yes. which is not good for a tactile. No, or, but uh, later they explain why he's so obsessed with the duster because it's fireproof. Because well, in the very end, when he goes back and grabs the duster, I'm like, why the fuck is he going back for the jacket? But I don't jacket? think he gives, a, think he gives a shit about that. No, because like, then he because the helicopter's on fire. He puts the duster oh on God. to keep himself from being. I know, but I, don't, but I don't. I That's don't, a reason. No, no, no. There's no, 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 a reason. No, there is a reason for him to have the duster. Yeah. I'm just saying it's funny. It's funny a that it is a duster, and it's uh-huh. funny too. I don't think Snake took it because it was uh, a fire, fire retardant. No, I he think. just tossed it in his lap. He does. He 100 percent does because I paid no, attention. No, no, no. I like, don't think he takes it because it's a fire retardant. I think he takes it because he thinks it is cool. Yeah. At the beginning. Yes. I'm talking at, at the end when he's jumping in. No, it's to protect himself from the fire. He doesn't know it's going to be on fire. 
I, it's already on fire. It's not no, already on fire. No, you guys. Not it does it, you guys are, he hits it, it with a bazooka matter. while it's in the air. It doesn't matter what I. I you, just watched it. Listen, you're wrong. Listen, you're wrong. Wait, why he does it? Really quick. Listen to what I am saying. He he knows it's cool. He takes it because it is cool, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think that's a, a very very funny yeah. Snake Plissken character moment. Yeah, where they're giving him all this stuff and it, laying it all out for him, and uh-huh. he's like, "I'll take the jacket." Yeah. And like you'll take it all, but I think it's so funny that the action hero is like, "I want to look badass. I want to look tight when I do this." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so totally. I'm take this. Well, but he always looks, wants to look tight. That's why I he's know, wearing that, that shirt with the zippers. But yeah. the movie, I think the <laughs> movie, right. it's yeah, always yeah, yeah, a thing in action movies where the where the action star has to have like some cool oh, like jacket but, or something cool for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. But they give him a reason here. So, they, yeah. Well, they give they give him a reason. I don't think Snake no, 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 cares no. about the reason. But I think he's taking it because it but looks. How cool. are we I not talking so about the fact that this is clearly where Neo got his fucking design oh, from? Hell right? yeah, it's totally. hundred percent Neo without. Well, I mean, isn't he wearing like a turtleneck as a difference? <laughs> no, no, he, he's not. He, he's wearing know, a onesie, uh, that's right, that's uh, a some onesie. sort of like <sighs> vinyl onesie. No, that's that is really. I want to talk about fucking the Matrix. It's really, really funny. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, Snake? Yes. Yes. Snake. No, he's wearing a vinyl onesie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it with a belt. With a belt. Oh my god! It's and amazing. I love it. I you absolutely know, adore it. His balls sweat real bad. Oh yeah. In that outfit. I love the little that 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 scene when he gets the clothes, the little well, then he's got, he's gadget, like, uh-huh. yeah, overview that they give him, <laughs> which is great. So, yeah, the one dart. They always have like things and he puts for him the to dart, use, but it's always put, like you only get one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. the hologram thing, you can only use it once yeah. for eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And I yeah. do love the the setup of that where like he loses a bunch of it right out the gate. And uh-huh. He's like, yeah, yeah, I lost all this, and then so that later when he uses it, go go. But I, um, I, I, he gets it. So he gets into the submarine, and the submarine scene. <laughs> I, goddamn, when that shark pops up, uh-huh. I. <laughs> now is. <laughs> Is I freaked sh- out. I freaked out when I saw uh, the second. I don't. I didn't. I didn't pay any mind to it when I first saw it when I was a kid. Sure, because who cares? When I saw it again as an adult, <laughs> I was like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> and now, as I now when I'm seeing it, the whole time I'm watching that scene, I'm like, "When's that shark popping up? <laughs> yeah. When's that shark popping up?" And it took longer. I promise, this is this the inspiration time, but- for Sharknado. Absolutely. <laughs> that scene. Everything. Yeah, like, this movie, sharks. Yeah. Well, okay, uh, first of all, I wrote it again. Is this the worst looking part? But also, do you think that shark is supposed to be a real shark or the Jaws attraction from Universal? Because immediately after that, he comes up over and the Universal sign is underwater. Oh, oh. my God. I never even thought of that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure. <laughs> but, but I couldn't tell because it doesn't really look like the Jaws attraction shark. Oh but wait a minute. God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? The the <laughs> final fight happens in Disneyland, Disneyland which is yeah. not far from Universal, Universal Studios. It's right there on the on the, the so the Magic Kingdom that they are on right. is like right next to the water now. So it, okay, it, yeah, it's, it's in just the on that side. Okay, yeah, I made I was for a minute I was gonna be like I'm gonna go look up the geography of this, and then I was like <laughs> eh, I'm not gonna bother. You know you know what? Because they a, show a couple of specific street signs, and I was like I also thought that was great. It's so nice of everyone to leave the street signs up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, people still. Yeah, why would you take them down? Know where we are? Even if it's uh, uh, I mean, anarchy, you you still yeah. you know wanted to. Uh, you gotta you gotta have some direction. You gotta be. Like, yeah, oh, they still want to know <laughs> how to get around and stuff. They yeah, they're not burning books and stuff. I'm just saying, of Los all Angeles. the people that have been shipped to L.A. Yeah, that's true. But they've still left all the signs. Up. Um, it's pretty good. I well, there's also 
fucking 40 million people who live there, right? I Is that what it is? Oh shit, DMX has been hospitalized following an overdose, you guys. Oh no. Yeah. Um oh, just, no. just now, happening now. Well, sorry, sorry. Guys, breaking sorry, news. X. It is. Sorry. Um I hope he I hope he stops and drops. I can't think of anything. Don't don't. Let's I'm going to move past it. <laughs> okay. I uh, one thing one funny use of CGI that I saw was uh <laughs> watch he's going to be dead but well, well, thing comes out. Well, wait, like was it the asshole. San San Fernando Valley sign when he yeah. gets out when he gets out of the water that is CGI'd for some reason? Yeah, something like I that. I thought that was really funny cuz the rest of it seems to be like practical stuff. Well, right? and I wonder if that was after they wanted to give you some idea where he is cuz I don't know, for what for I some mean, reason they already referred to it as the San Fernando Sea. Like that's where he's yeah. going. He's through the San Fernando Sea. No. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny. I, I was like, that seems like a weird. Maybe they just like forgot yeah. that they, and then they were like, we could just throw that in there. Real also, quick. unless you're in that area, you're not. You don't. It care. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when he's driving the submarine and he's like pushing it too hard, yeah, and they're like, you're overloading it, and he's like, yeah, I'm the one on the timeline or whatever here. Yeah. You're not the one that's dying. I was like, you're gonna fuck the whole thing up. Yeah, it would be awesome if he just overheats it and explodes (laughs) on the way in. So weird. (laughs) And then it flies up out of the water onto that road that's breaking. Yeah. And then it falls off. Yeah, and he loses it immediately. But this is the first time when he's hanging by that rebar. Yeah. And then he pulls himself up. Uh I think that was the first time I was like, well, that looks physically impossible. But then there were several others. (laughs) (laughs) This is also where we're introduced to Peter Peter Fonda's uh, pipeline. Yeah, uh, he gonna, says something like he says stuff like nothing, dude. Yeah, and um, hang loose several times. Yeah, and I like that they update. <sighs> I, yeah. I think this is when <laughs> it's painful to watch him in this movie. Is this the first time he references Snake? Pl- we get Snake Plus cl- Snake Pliskin reference to being taller or shorter yes, than he is. He's is, the first yeah. one, yeah. Which yeah. I love how they've updated it from Escape from New York, which was I thought you were dead, Snake Pliskin. I thought you were dead. And uh, now it's Snake Plissken. I thought yeah. you were taller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought you'd be taller. But yeah. also, it's like, <laughs> yeah. how many, how many thought you'd be taller movies do we have? Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think of how prevalent it was at that point. I don't know what you're talking about. Action movies where people are like thought he'd be taller. It seems like it's, it's like every trope. movie. It seems like it. But yeah, uh, but this movie is also like leaning into tropes. It's doing that stuff. So yeah, I, I like sure. anytime it leans into so- uh, that sort of trope, and also like, uh, like <laughs> this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just leaning into all the tropes. So yeah, anytime they lean into a trope, I'm not going to be like. Don't lean into the tropes. It's, Don't do the thing that you're yeah. doing <laughs> that the I'm tone enjoying. It's just so weird because it's also just being an action movie. And so it's like sometimes you're sometimes it feels like a joke and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Well, me. I feel like it's a self it's just self aware. Self yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like Well, and it's just an opportunity to, for him to be badass because he never ever acknowledges it or gives it. He just keeps walking. Yeah. I guess one of those surfers also, because when he first gets there, he gets back up on the road, and there's a bunch of surfers sitting on their boards in the water. Yeah. And then Peter Fonda's behind him. Yeah. And... One of those is Breckenmeyer, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I saw <laughs> that. Breckenmeyer. The young Breckenmeyer. He's in, um... God, all I can think of is Josie and the Pussycats now. Him up. Yeah. Josie and He's the Pussycats. Yeah, I love, the, I love that movie. Can't Hardly Wait, me too. Can't Hardly Wait. I love Can't Hardly Wait. Me too. It's one of my favorite part, like teen party movies yeah, of that really era. Uh, I think it was my only one I really loved. Oh, yeah, I did like that. that movie. Oh, Breck and Meyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking uh, uh, Travis uh, uh, Birkenstock. 
Travis from Clueless. From Clueless. Oh, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I always forget he's in that movie because yeah, I, no. I always just think of Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> and I think Clueless might have been where uh, Western culture got obsessed with like stepbrother and stepsister stuff. Mm. Is because of Alicia Silverstone and uh, Paul Rudd. You think so? Maybe. Think that's oh, you mean like where tra- the porn trace it back to the porn industry kicked yeah. off like that? Yeah, maybe. I'm yeah. not, not going to argue that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an argument to be made that that's the case. Sure. Um, <laughs> or <laughs> centuries of Japanese porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think people saw Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd get together and like, I want them to end up together, but also they're kind of related, but nah. kind of not. No, nah, they're not related. My stepsister is <laughs> super hot, too. Um, that's what they were thinking. Unfortunately, that's I, what I'm a gross turd, all. and she wants nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm, gross turd. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kind of I'm a, no I'm, Paul Rudd. I'm not kind of a Baldwin. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'm a bad O'Stain, and that's not uh We're not Baldwins, I'll tell you that much. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Ugly. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> How did you recognize Breck and Meyer in there? I did. Not. I just I saw it on IMDb. I didn't I was see gonna it. say because I I didn't. I felt like they were all just kind of faceless. I just thought it was fun. Background. I just thought it was funny to funny yeah. to know that he's in it. I uh, just somehow found it too. I think I was looking something up. Well, because Clueless had already come out by then, right? Oh no, wait. Maybe Clueless was no. Clueless was right around then. Clueless I know this was probably so. the year before, year or two before. I would say because I saw that. No, I Clueless was ninety five. Yeah, a year before then. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We we've made it. <laughs> Ten minutes into this, movie. okay, let's go. Let's no, go. actually, we're it's like uh, it's, we're a third of the way through the movie, really, because I actually <laughs> looked at the timer, uh, and when he gets to L.A. is about like twenty-five minutes, minutes yeah, into okay. the movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he, Snake Plissken, starts making his way through L.A. We're introduced to all sorts of like the fun characters of L.A. You've got uh, uh, Steve Buscemi as uh, Eddie, Map to the Stars. Yeah. Love yeah. Steve Buscemi in this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's so much fun to see, and I I love seeing him pop up in everything that he is in ever, yeah. uh, especially uh-huh. a role like this where he's just gets to be kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean I love him in all the Adam Sandler stuff. That That's exactly my thought the, the whole time. Airheads, like yeah. Love Steve Buscemi and yeah. Airheads. I, I, yeah, I love Steve <laughs> Buscemi and everything. But uh, <laughs> did you guys see that episode? Was it Portlandia? <laughs> he did that episode where he was the cer- celery salesman. Uh huh. God damn, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Funny. He was yes. so funny. Oh, oh yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's 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 celery. Repping, like he's everyone's down on celery. celery. He's repping celery and yeah. has to get in the community to like get people to. Yeah, because 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 Brussels, <laughs> Brussels sprouts is winning the is winning the uh, war. Uh, brown, yeah, brown yeah. suit wearing. That sounds like a pretty. It's really it. funny. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole it's, episode. It, yeah, the whole. Oh, really? it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole twenty-two minutes. Oh, that, sweet. You have to watch it. I will. You have to watch it right now. Right now. Stop this. Bye. Um, we're also introduced to, like we, we already mentioned, uh, Tess Lima, the Valeria Galino uh, mm. uh, a character. Um, uh, we're in, uh, all, all, all the fun, like, yeah, the, the pipeline. Uh, so he is looking for Cuervo Jones. <laughs> uh, then he... I, I, I this think, is where he meets Robert Carradine, skinhead Robert Carradine. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the skinhead Robert Carradine. Who's Who you, wants to fight him for no reason, Well, he's right? he's throwing he's throwing knives at a dead body. Oh, that's right. Because that's, like, that's- hundred bucks, you can hit him. That's right. right. Snake is tracking the, the one of the previous rescue mission people, yeah. and he yeah. tracks it to them using him as knife-throwing target practice. Yeah. Which is and then he's like, yeah, dude. You know, Snake's like, no. About throwing knives at the guy, and that pisses Robert Carradine off. I guess. So then later, yeah. when he sees it him, he's like, him "Hey, you, what did you say? 
like, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> or who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Something like that. And he's just about to throw the knife at him, and his buddy's like, uh-uh, and gets out of the way. Because <laughs> yeah. his buddy's like, that's Snake Plissken. <laughs> and Kurt, yeah, and Snake Plissken, <laughs> Indiana Jones is him. Yeah. Yeah, just, just looks back and shoots him yeah. with a machine gun, <laughs> which I I love, and also yeah. because it gives us a uh, a gunshot uh, roughly like ten minutes earlier than I guess he shoots the gun in because we we talked about in Escape oh, from New York that he doesn't actually the fire gun. a gun yeah. until like forty minutes into the movie. That's true. Oh. Yeah, here they did the the fake out with the blanks early on in the movie. Right. This is the first right. time he actually like kills, kills someone somebody. with a gun, yeah, and yeah. they shaved it down by like. 10 minutes <laughs> oh. it, it feels like it's moved more this movie than in escape from new york to be honest yeah this like, movie is definitely like it's faster a it feels, faster pace, yeah it feels a sure. faster pace it's a lot more there's more shit going more on. set pieces yeah yeah and so you have to get to them yeah and so he because <laughs> <laughs> then what because then there's just kind of meandering he's going he, he runs yeah. into steve buscemi no he sees cuervo jones almost immediately in a parade in a in parade, parade yeah. so then he gets on that he has that he gets wild on the motorcycle. motorcycle my thought was because if you remember the duke uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's got the Duke's Isaac car. Hayes. He's got the, so the, the Duke same had, Duke what, car. Chandeliers on yeah. his yeah. car, or whatever. But he also this had a full, dis- <laughs> but the Duke also had a full disco, disco ball. He had the disco hanging. ball too. But this car's got the disco ball on, on the back, the back yeah. and a bunch great. of doll heads. A bunch of yeah, the doll the heads front. is peculiar. I was yeah. like, Cuervo Jones is no Duke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuervo Jones is kind of a not a, an imposing no. presence. He, he they clearly cast somebody who's slight and resembled yeah. uh, Che Guevara's yeah. image, yeah. pop culture image, because right. that's all it is. Totally. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I felt the villain was uh, probably the weakest part for me. Yeah, because he doesn't feel menacing, yeah. even when he's gonna kill and like do all yeah. the dem- devastation. Even when he's, he's doing all the. I, he I, basketballs people to death, so it's like, how <laughs> scary can he be? <laughs> I I like what he I like what he repre- put, put ten seconds up on the board. <laughs> I like that he's a different kind of villain than the Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I like like the idea of it of being like a like a revolutionary yeah, type yeah, thing sure. and. Yeah. Uh, the it, fact that it's like a cliche, uh, or I say cliche. It uh, is a cliche. I mean, they, they, there's they, a song they, I like by Against Me called Cliche Guarva, and mm, that's also boy, my handle boy. on PlayStation Network is Cliche Guarva. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I forgot his name was Shea Guarva, and I almost called him Cliche Guarva. Guavara. Oh, yeah. Guavara. Uh, Wait, what is it? How do you say it? Shea Guavara. Shea Guavara. What yeah. did I say? Guarva. Guarva? Yeah. Guarva. They're just no, they're just sounds yeah. now, aren't they? They don't, they're not words. Yeah, they've, they've become not just larva, <laughs> not larva, <laughs> not larva, guava, <laughs> Shea closer, gua- closer Shea to guava, guava. Yeah. Shea <laughs> Navarro, um, Dave Navarro, <laughs> Dave Navarro, Dave Navarro. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, that's why he, he kind of looks like him. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, he does Because at some I, point, but then, I liked what I like what he, like his type of villain, and I like because it makes sense why people would kind of be like rallying around him. It makes sense that like he seems like a manipulative person that can like uh but he's certainly not imposing he's not as cool as the duke no. but i i like that he's his own thing yeah yeah i guess i could have seen a, a better example of why he's so compelling to people Maybe yeah that would have helped me along yeah with there's them. no reason why people are on his side other than they're on his side and but, well and they they make the comment early at some point after he, snake is in there there's those shots of stacy keach talking to the you know to the president and there's, they make the comment that Cubans and Brazilians are poised to invade Miami. Yeah. That's the big threat. Like, well, that's part of it. There's, They say there's more going on, but, that, but that's, that's the one that that's part of they it. They bring out pinpoint is Cubans <laughs> yeah. and Brazilians. About to make landfall in Miami. To, 
That's okay. What the fuck is that? Let them have it. Who cares? <laughs> also, all right, then just send the Coast Guard down. There, I don't like, want to keep it. Well, but and, well, and why Cubans and Brazilians? They're <laughs> yeah, not. Brazil. well, it's like long ways think, from but Cuba. But I think you There's might a lot be going on in the world we don't you, know about. I think True. you might be yeah. underestimating though how strange it would be for like a foreign military to actually like land well, no, well, on I, I think the shores it's of America because that's never happened before. Of course, no. And there's you know Red Dawn's all about that, and it's again right. it's the Cubans in that as well because we're fixated on Cuba as an Americans because it's um, wait, foreign, it, it, wait isn't it the Russians it's everyone but Cubans are part of it right right like it's the it's Russians the, and the Chinese the and it's like every it's every country that we don't like in 1984 R- right. right but who was it in the just real as a quick aside who was the invaders in the red did you guys watch the red no. dawn remake no there's China 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 I, China. China. I didn't China. see it <laughs> I didn't see it <laughs> I saw I, it it's just funny that they're because we're as Americans since the mid sixties we've been obsessed with Cuba as this right. like, yeah. just horrible force that we have to spend all our ener- emotional energy on. It's yeah. which is also funny land. too because I've now that like Cuba has open like is opened up to like Americans and like we can go there. We can travel there. Are like, we back on that now? I think so. I don't I know. I think they shut I thought Trump shut it down. Yeah, it could be. Regardless, no, you, like you can go to Cuba, but like yeah. I remember looking into Cuba not that long ago and looking at uh, uh, why am I blanking on the the dude's name? What's the dude's name? Castro. 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 Uh-huh. I remember looking into like Castro and not not being like, oh, I I'm I'm into Castro, but right. being like. <laughs> I don't feel like he's really any worse than like any American president. Oh really. yeah, no, of course yeah. he's not. It's just right. propaganda because yeah. he they kicked capitalism out, right? Like that's why it's bad. It's the only right national. Well, but I I think like when you look successful at somebody, when you look at like Stalin, like Stalin actually did commit like crimes against humanity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I mean <laughs> Castro certainly. I mean there were revolutionaries. People died, and so there's sure. fixation on and the the people who in, came to basically filled in in Miami a lot of the Cuban expats are from Miami there were capitalists who were kicked out so yeah. they view it as awful and like the the scourge of the planet and vehemently oppose it all mm-hmm. so yeah but I just mean and they're politically powerful so that's where that comes from that's why they're constantly yeah it's just it, it's it is funny like when it is Cuba yeah because you like now looking at Cuba I'm like Cuba seems yeah pretty cool <laughs> yeah. well it certainly that's doesn't like it now doesn't we could just you know it doesn't Cuba's seem like Cuba's fine. It's not a military might. Now that we've might. herded all of those people to Florida, this is just more reason for my plan to get rid of Florida. To get rid of Florida. In Why fact, don't this we should build, be escape build from a Florida. wall just right there along the Florida border? Yep. And yeah. or at least they just can the, have it. Just they the, love Florida. Just Conservatives the, love it. Just the very toe portion of it. Even you can you can even keep yeah. portion of the Gulf. Yeah. Just the and toe. you guys get the keys and all of it. Just. Mm. Fuck off. Just <laughs> fuck off forever. Keys are nice, though. I don't give a shit. Go mm, ahead. Guys, Fucking burn to death in the buddy, keys in the next few years. Go ahead. So there's, some, there's, <laughs> there's some cool stuff in Florida. Fuck it. Mm, I'm sorry to tell you. Who gives a shit? Cool what? My friend Andy, that's it. What? Uh, the, <laughs> my uh, grandma, that's are, it. Are you guys familiar with The Fest? No. What? Oh, The Fest is like the best punk rock music festival. Move it. Ever. Yeah. And it's in Florida. Put it in else. fucking Houston. It's in Gainesville. Mm. Houston. See, I think it being in Florida Houston. makes it not that great. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there ain't you shit you can get in be? Florida that you can't get in fucking South uh, California, Southern California. I gotta pee. I, yeah, go for it. Oh, watch out for the courts. I'm, I'm watching.
Um, anyways, so when he he runs into Quer when Snake runs into Quervo Jones, yeah. um, he is he, he goes from hard. He goes too, from man. hard. He, like, he hops on a motorcycle. Okay, he pulls the guy off. There's two people on the motorcycle. He pulls the back guy off. Yeah, jumps on the passenger si- seat of the motorcycle uh-huh. and then throws the other guy off mm-hmm. in his next physically impossible action and still maintains complete control of the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But the motorcycle sequence is cool. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. as like an action sequence, no, it's, it is cool. It's cooler yeah. than all the action in Escape from New York combined. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, it, I, I, it doesn't have it's like. Ridiculous, it's, it's ridiculous, but it's fucking rad. Especially when he launches <laughs> when he launches the motorcycle into, into the, the back car of truck oh, and yeah. it looks so wonky mm-hmm. and so awful that I, I I love it. I do love it. It's so fun and, and funny to me. And the idea that they're just using like the CGI and the effects and stuff to uh just do like ridiculous shit mm-hmm. yeah. is really fun to me. So when he does that again it's like one of those times where I'm just like Yay! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but that's when he gets uh, so he he gets away, and then he does the uh, the Tijuana. It's the uh, Bangkok rules gunfight. Oh, Bangkok! Yeah, Bangkok rules. That's right. And here he gets to flex his Sergio Leone stuff again. Yes, she's always doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But even the score takes on more Western themes. Uh-huh. <sighs> I was annoyed by this just because. Oh, you were? What? Well, because it, it always annoys me when bad guys don't just kill the good guy. Yeah. Because like, they're like, they got the drop on him, and instead of just gunning him down, they're like, oh, okay, well, let's listen to him make up some stupid thing that they're going to do. And, and then, as the hero, he's puts them in a defenseless position and then guns them down in cold blood. Like, that's not a heroic move to make. He's no, not well, a He's, he's not, not a hero. hero. But you're yeah, you're but right. It's a it, you're right. It is it is like an immoral thing to do. Yeah, in, it, in a, it's a senseless. Is in it makes no sense. But in a movie like <laughs> in a movie like this, where they're just yeah, yeah, yeah. setting up Snake Plissken to do cool shit. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It works for me. So it's yeah. not gonna. It's not like a. It doesn't annoy me. It annoys me in a movie like in a movie where they're trying to take it serious and they're trying to like showcase. Like yeah, yeah. Why somebody's so badass? But you also just see like a bunch of guys like hanging around, like just like mm-hmm. like jerking yeah. off or whatever in the yeah, background, pull, not waiting to punch until the other guy gets out of the way. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then it then it stands out to me. But in a movie like this where sure. it's all funny and it's silly, just cartoony. And, do, and cartoony, yeah, yeah, it's fine for me. And like yeah. it, it just showcase. It's just there. It's just there so that Snake Plissken can be a gunfighter. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. That's, fun <laughs> so and this is when he i think he runs into uh 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 map steve buscemi yeah, yeah. Map, map map to the stars and first he's let's oh i had before this it must have been a scene before this with cuervo jones but i i took note of his uh like his pins on his uniform oh. yeah, what are they they had like you know he looks like a general or whatever uh-huh. as those but then underneath it are like two rows of things with little dangling teeth it's teeth. Okay, I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that stuff. I like that. Yeah. I, I like the. It's I think like the a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, he. I mean, he is. He is. Yeah. Uh, Generalissimo serial I have a killer. Little, I have a little bit of Ed Gein in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I do like the way 
like LA looks. I think like the way the sets are designed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think that's all. I think it's all pretty cool looking. Like, uh, I mean, like bad CGI aside, like mm-hmm. the way the sets sure. look and all that stuff. Like the I, big, the big opening shots are all real dumb looking. Like yeah. the big establishing wide oh, shots gosh, of the whole yeah. area. Yes, like Capitol Records building in ruins. And yeah. Shit like that. yeah, that all looks hokey. But the stuff that's like, like practic- the actual sets are the cool. actual yeah. sets look cool. Yeah, and totally. they got like cool designs to them, and like the way, like the like broken up freeways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like all that, I think yeah. is like cool looking. And then okay. Because then he meets Matthew Spars, stars Eddie, but doesn't take his advice on how to get anywhere, or doesn't doesn't use him. Right. And then he winds up getting captured by the uh, the, the Surgeon, Surgeon General, General of, of Beverly, Beverly Hills. And he he's at this point too. He's also like uh, uh, with uh, Tess Lima. Mm-hmm. The 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 yeah they they're hiding. Oh yeah yeah. Let's <laughs> make sure we uh, so maps to the stars sure. Eddie is maps to the stars guy and he's got this little device mm-hmm. that right. is much like the device in they're the They're all the box. same. There's all, all the black boxes. Right. Like some they have that, little discs that mm-hmm. you can put in them. And his is little, the, little mini CDs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his is the maps to the stars tour. Yeah. And with the I love LA underneath it. And right. it's real, that's real great. So it establishes all that and then he offers to sell it to him for $50,000. $50,000. Right. It says he's going to need it. As he walks off into uh, into Beverly Hills, and right before that, he talked to the president on his walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and then he clips his walkie-talkie onto his belt, which I wrote. He clips his walkie-talkie onto his belt like a badass, and then I wrote, <laughs> "Surprised he doesn't have a fanny pack." <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh, that's true. That, a fanny pack would be pretty. He's is, got more of a utility belt, though. Right. It's really funny that you say that you mentioned the walkie-talkie because when he put the uh, it reminded me of the guy who wears his cell his phone. His cell phone, yeah. yeah. That's and I was what like, I that is really yeah. The fanny pack is very fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is really really funny. <laughs> well, and the the Beverly Hills. General, Surgeon, Surgeon General of Beverly Hills is in the Beverly Hills mo- hotel. Yeah, like yeah. that's the and oh, they, next and he destroyed set piece. Valeria Galino outside. Yeah, right, they're, they're both the hiding because there's weird people, monk-looking people in. in yeah. they're like Beverly Hills Satanists. So. Yeah, that's what they look like, <laughs> yeah. and they're hiding from him. But then they he steps out from hiding from him for they, no reason. They clever. Yeah. Why well, I they... like I like that Snake Plissken tells her to find. Uh, her own bush. He's like, you're the one making all your all right. the noise. Find your own bush. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then he stands up and walks out. He he gets up and walks out because people have passed. Mm. Like the group has right. passed, so he gets out to like keep to, moving to keep moving. But then, and then they he gets velociraptor ca- him. They velociraptor <laughs> they clever girl him. Oh my god! Yes, they do. It's exactly yeah. that scene. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. That's clever hilarious. girl. He even has the clever girl moment in his mind, and then uh, goes, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Realizes what's happening. Yeah, yeah. and then like, he gets like, yeah. Jurassic Park. And then he gets taken to Bruce Campbell, the Surgeon oh General. Oh my God! Which it's a there. Yes, Amen. Uh, hallelujah, Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, Bruce so Campbell good. is the best, and I I do love that they've made the like plastic surgery Beverly Hills type yeah. people yeah. like just well they're monsters and demented they, and monsters they're, and their their plastic surgery dissolves over time, so they have to keep taking yeah. pieces off of other human beings right. to, to keep their own plastic surgery going. Yeah, I love that. So and the the people are so gross looking. It's yeah. terrific. And they made a um the book made a great note about how uh well it tried to make a case for and it didn't totally believe in the case itself, but it was saying that this movie so much is taking aim at, at LA in different ways and mm-hmm. satirizing LA and the artificiality of it. That all. seems and evident. saying like some of the effects work can even be like 
uh, taken that way. Like mm. he's just emphasizing the artificiality of it all. I don't know I about like, the meta aspect of that. A lot, but it's clear cool. from the movie. It's clear that that's <laughs> what they're doing with the the. They're they, yeah. they're commenting on that for sure. I don't yeah. know about meta commentary on that. No. That, that feels a little <laughs> tacked on. Right. That 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 feels like a, an afterthought of like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it looks bad, so we someone can... trying to justify. It. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it works. The justification works. Yeah. Well, uh, and it ends up where, working. Like well, it ends up working for the movie almost. And in yeah. this film, <laughs> in this point in the film, is where we find out why Snake decided to put the blow dart on his shoulder. Because he just, because he knew, just in case he knew he, he, in case he was so, gonna be have his arms bound, bound. Yeah. So he, they're strapped to these vertical tables. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and they're and, and Valeria Galino. Yeah, and the Beverly oh, Hills the tray of eyeballs. Yeah, with, like the skin right. from I like around the there. tray of eyeballs. <laughs> that display is yeah. so weird. Yeah. I love that. It's like a like a haunted house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think is I love, yeah. and I, uh, I love that I. I'll, I love that uh, when he shoots the blow dart into his head, that he falls and the scaffold just immediately cuts him free. Yeah, yeah. that was he a little inadvertently free. That was a little. That was a little. Uh, that was, was a great. weird scalpel too, dude. It was like a I know, big, I know. <laughs> big blade. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna take his eye out with that. How you, I don't you know. need a small scalpel for that? Not that he's got like right. a. He's the Surgeon like a, General of Beverly Hills. Yeah. I think it's like a Swiss Army knife type of scalpel. <laughs> no, it was like a big. Like it was a like fan. A fan no, I know, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I think so he maybe weird. had it all out so that he could uh, pick oh, which blade mm-hmm. you wanted to use, and then you put them all. But you would think a surgeon general but he was would going be like, in. I know what. Mm, yeah, he was I guess going you're right. in to I cut, you're right. and then he just gets a blow dart to the forehead. Yeah, um, it's such a small cameo. Yeah, like it's such. It makes such a big impression. Like I remember, like when I think <clears> of Escape from L.A., I think of Bruce Campbell. That's in funny that movie, mm-hmm. and he's he's got like three lines, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't it's even. Really I forgot that that was even him. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it, it's great. I I have always. Re- they've always stuck the uh, the Beverly Hills plastic surgery people have mm. always stood out in my mind in the movie. And it's, that nurse. I gotta go potty now. Oh okay. god. You guys can keep going, and I'll just catch up. That nurse that is first seen like strapping them on or whatever, uh-huh. and like she's she. I've seen people that look like her for I sure. I thought they weren't gonna say anything about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like. Just, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's just a plastic surgery person. Yeah. That. That's what's cool about the plastic surgery people is that they do look like people who have had yeah. plastic surgery done. In that a, one guy with the mouth. He yeah. looked like Gary Busey. Yeah. His mouth did. When it comes to like the uh, the 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 Bruce Campbell cameo. Mm-hmm. I, I think Bruce Campbell popping up in anything is so much fun, and I am yeah. I kind of do worship at the altar of Bruce Campbell a bit. Um, and what's funny of Bruce Campbell being in this movie, it kind of does the escape from New York, escape from L.A. Uh, para- kind of parallels to me a little bit the uh i was thinking a lot of like evil dead and evil dead 2 mm-hmm. watching this movie oh, now yeah. they're like essentially remakes, remakes but one is just more like campy and tongue-in-cheek and yeah. silly uh that's a really good comparison actually yeah oh thank you yeah. uh and so the w- thinking of it that way def- also helped this movie a lot for yeah. me in that esteem of like it's kind of there's there's precedence for this yeah totally right? and it can work well and this movie i don't think this movie does it as well as like evil dead and evil dead 2 no um because i think evil dead 2 kind of knew what it what like definitely just like leaned more into being a comedy mm-hmm. without trying to be a horror like it didn't try to like 
have its cake and eat it too. Right. Where I think this movie tries to have its cake and eat it too a little bit more. Yeah. Where they're still trying to like I don't think Evil Dead was ever, Evil Dead Two was ever trying to like truly frighten you. Right. They were. It was all about just like being gross and gory and extreme and silly and yeah. to like the 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 extremeness of it was just added to the comedy. But the action in this movie only sometimes speaks to the comedy and over the topness of it, and sometimes seems to want to be like a real action movie. Yeah. Where you're still wanting to be like, oh, that's badass. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happens every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good, uh, good comparison. And, and sometimes it works for like. Even sometimes, like the badass stuff, like big set pieces, work for me. Like the motorcycle scene, mm-hmm. and the uh, like when we get to it later, like the the hang glider scene <laughs> does work for me yeah. in a way. Uh, but when once they escape from the uh, the Surgeon General, right? They Teslina and Teslima. We we we're coming back to it now that you're coming back in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're picking up where you left off. They, they flee from the Satanists. Yes. And they get into the sewer. The, the only thing that you missed us talking about was me saying that uh, I kind of liken this movie, like Escape from New York and Escape from L.A., kind of liking it, likening it to like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And yeah. that kind of helped me appreciate this movie. Okay. Uh, but um, Evil Dead 2, more successful in making it feel funny and totally yeah. totally totally uh that's kind of what we were getting what yeah, we were talking yeah. about but um the they escape teslina and lima and him go off to they escape down a sewer she decides to stick with him and kind of comes on to him uh yeah how does she she gets oh and she, then then she she leads him to where on the way to the flaming Cuervo, i think it's the she know, burning koreans is that what no, the he, he, is called he parts with her and then she sneaks back up on him a little bit later and he almost shoots her and then like she's there with him right and but i think that's pretty soon after they yeah parted yeah ways. Like, yeah, not, yeah it's you know, immediate yeah they haven't parted ways that long <laughs> which is strange why do they even bother having her part ways you're right um yeah i don't know but um, yeah i don't remember exactly what happens because then that's when he gets kidnapped or captured by cuervo right isn't that when he gets captured by him because eddie darts him so he so oh, Teslima gets right. killed by one of the gangs, and right. then uh, Eddie comes by. He takes off. That's he right. escapes from the gangs. Eddie comes and picks him up, yeah. and then darts him, darts him, and then that's puts him out, he... and then takes him to Cuervo. Right, 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 right. Cuervo puts him on that treadmill. Yeah, the, that's yeah, the treadmill, treadmill was strange. <laughs> it was a strange thing to do. Yeah, Just keep him exercising. I know. He just wants him to be in fit. He wants him to be physically fit. Yeah, ready to play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This movie, uh, part parts of this movie definitely kind of remind me of like uh, Beyond Thunderdome, like mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff where uh, like remnants of the old world kind of just being put to use in like strange, weird ways. Yeah, um, this is where we find they they have that guy playing with the box and everything and figuring it all out, and this right. is where he like gives us all the exposition about it. And uh, then we find out that the world code to shut down everything is six. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> much yeah. like our tier system. Thrilling. Oh yeah, which we didn't even we didn't even go over at the beginning of this episode. Oh my god, we're an hour and fifty minutes into this, Holy and we shit. didn't go over our tier system. It's fine. Shh, we'll have to save it for the end. Oh my god. Um, but um, we uh, w- so he tells the nerdy guy who who is that actor by the way. Uh, oh. 
the nerdy guy. I don't know his name, but remember. isn't he the guy that's in like Alien Resurrection and uh, Yes. I've seen him in a bunch of shit. Yeah, he's just like he's like another um like a character actor type type of guy. Oh, his name is uh Leland Orser, but yeah, he's been in like a million things and pops up from time to time uh in all sorts of uh uh uh, different movies. Was he an alien? Yeah, he was an alien re- resurrection. Oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy from uh, Fight Club. Or no, from uh, Seven. Yes, he, yes, yeah. the the razor dildo guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. of course, yeah. Uh, huh. that's, all I, that's all I know him as. Uh, he was also in Saving Private Ryan, but anyways, I digress. Stop talking, um, about, stop talking about that movie. <laughs> Always talking about that movie. I know, I, I, try, I try to work in Forrest Gump and Saving Private Ryan into every <laughs> podcast. Um, but... Uh, yeah. So they uh, he tells uh, Cuervo that there's like a satellite uplink thing disc that has like the codes where basically it'll send like an EMP blast and it can target like an EMP blast. But if you type in the world code, the co- yeah, code yeah. the whole world will go back. Yeah. Uh, to the dark ages, <laughs> will go black to the go black to the dark ages. What how, am I saying? How do I? How I don't does know that? How, how does that work? Because an EMP is not going to permanently destroy something. It just the implication is it's permanent. Yeah. Destroyed. No. I guess an EMP. I don't know. The way it's presented in pop culture is it's just a temporary disruption. Yeah. But this mm-hmm. is something different. I feel like anytime I see anytime, no, dude. Like in like uh, Ocean's Eleven, they use it to do the escape, but it's not like Las Vegas is permanently destroyed by the EMP. It's just for the tank length of time for them to get the money out. Uh, let's see, is EMP permanent? Well, I, don't, well, I don't think it's. A, I think as a real weapon, it probably acts to destroy the electronics. It, it looks like it can be both. It right. can be. It can either temp- a small one, uh, depending on like it's uh, like. How it's used, and yeah. How big it is. Uh, can temporarily disrupt a, a, an electronics function or permanently damage it. Right. So the I, idea is that it's going to permanently damage all of the electronics on the planet. Yeah. Everything goes back to the dark ages right. or the whatever pre-industrial age, I guess it would be. Yeah, I guess. Um. Whatever. I don't want it to happen. Personally. <laughs> no, that was, would be awful. I was like, it, and, and considering that that's the end <coughs> of the movie, is he does it, yeah. and he sends us all back into the like pre-industrial age. I'm like. Kind of blows, dude. The world's yeah. in the, we're not set to survive. Oh like no, that. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" dude I know movie, you were. I was like, "Fuck yeah, get, <laughs> yeah." Because yeah, because yeah, you're like, yeah. Welcome to the human race. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the human, human race. race. I love that he delivers it fucking down. straight no, to I, camera. I think I, I'm just like, <laughs> "Fuck the man." Yeah. And if the man's telling you, "Don't put the human race, uh, don't send us yeah. back to the dark ages, send us back to the dark Do ages," because fuck the man. <laughs> well, but, okay. He's not. He's not killing anybody necessarily. He's like, killing most people by doing that. Yeah. It's exactly yeah, what he's doing. There's gonna be <laughs> most people are gonna die. That's my point. Is most people are not ready to survive in that world. So he's like, it's, he can survive. It's gonna be in pretty it. rough. Yeah. So he's basically just murdered at least eighty percent of the humans on Earth. <laughs> I what I, what I'm saying is, like the the. No, oh, no. He's saying no. fuck the man. I'm saying no, fuck you know the what man. I mean? It's I'm the difference between like being I mean, able to camp Dylan, for a weekend and having to survive like that. It's not that you're wrong. It's just that bread is right. <laughs> fuck the man. Also, yeah, I get it. The I, context I of this film, yeah. In the like, context of this film, yes. yes of but I would, obviously, I would not want like an EMP to actually go off in real life. Yeah, right. Because, and, but this movie is not like. No, it's dwelling not on the implications <laughs> anything. Of, no, of, of that, right? Not. This movie is just saying that, like, this yeah. this yeah. government is so corrupt 
and so shitty and so totalitarian yeah. and so yeah. authoritative that yeah. like or, or like anything would be yeah. better basically oh yeah well and yeah and they, it, he's gonna they, start they using the, it on other countries too yeah, yeah no it's you know. yeah no right. he's, he's he's just leveling the playing field again and right welcome to the human welcome race. to the human race which in but, this case it probably needs it I mean, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. World superpowers I'm, I'm turned into that. That's where I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm that's feeling what I'm you. saying. I don't think we as a, a, a society have gotten to the point where that anything. Yeah, we're not. Like, we're also not living yeah. in a theocratic theocratic dictatorship, right? Presently, but if you uh, but if you were in that scenario yeah, yeah. Where, where the entire like the entire country and presumably the world is in such bad shape that like these totalitarian governments across. Across the world are just making life, yeah, hell for uh, everybody. Yeah, you, you don't you don't need yeah. to rationalize why Snake Burn pulls a trigger. Up, on it. Yeah, Burn no, it's it great. <laughs> no, and I, I, I do love that he and, and you know the timing of it. He winds up saving Utopia, um, right? Which is the first time he's actually done anything with that intention, even if it's only not like consciously intentional, because mm. he's trying to save her, right? Like he's told to kill her. He doesn't kill her, right? And he provides her a way to get away at the end, rather right. than have to go back and face because her dad apparently is just a fucking murderer. He just yeah. wants to kill his own kid. Well, she's an enemy of the state. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I mean, and he's not. Snake doesn't give a shit about that, but he does care about that. Right. Like he's like, fuck this guy. But but wait before well, yeah, but wait hold on before, before he's also Snake is a guy who'll just shoot anybody, right? Like so why would he yeah. care enough we, to bring her and save her? But I do because that on. guy wanted him to kill her. There, before like, we get there, him. we have to talk about we have to take to talk about the basketball scene. The basketball, oh, yeah, the the basketball, basketball scene, scene is awesome because the treadmill scene he sets up because he has like a video up link where right. he sets up the whole finale at Disneyland. Right, like we know we're going to the magical kingdom. The treadmill is how no, the president and the army else. know that he's alive because they, they, they clearly the magical kingdom. No, they they call it something entirely not Disney related because clearly when we get there, it's something different for sure. It's like the magical even, kingdom they, by the sea. Or they, something. they call it the kingdom by the sea or something else. They're calling it something yeah. that feels very particular. Like they knew there would be. Uh, Happy Kingdom by the Sea. Happy it. Kingdom, which that has no connection at all no. to Disneyland. But Buscemi says because when they're yeah, he says it's right. gone under multiple, multiple ownerships owners, since the yeah. thing. But the, clearly, they knew Disney wasn't going to be oh yeah at all on board with them right. using their name, using any right. imagery that I mean we understand as yeah. people who live in the world. But the, the only thing that you can see that's like makes it the Matterhorn. Certain. Well, the Matterhorn. Well, and the you can the see the castle. Yeah. 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 And there's the monorail all derailed. So it's yeah. like yeah. it's got all the things. I dig it. I yeah, dig that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's like when anyway. they have like NF movies about NFL and they have non-NFL football team names. You're like, come right. on. Right. Yeah. What Just... was it in the replacements? The Washington. <sighs> yeah. Sentinels whatever it was. Or something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Remember but, in the sixth day with Arnold Schwarzenegger when the XFL was still a big thing, uh, <laughs> movie, and when that movie came out, I went and the XFL was already gone, like you on know, the opening day of you that. You know movie. what's a real <laughs> disappointment to think about is if the XFL had survived, we would have never got President Trump. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Wait, right. what? Because he was one of the he was XFL one of the XFL people. Yeah, he was one of the XFL owners. His entire objective at the time was yeah. to unseat the NFL. And had they been able to successfully integrate or take over, he wouldn't have bothered with any of that other stuff, is my guess. Mm. He'd just be another evil billionaire. Billionaire asshole. He'd be an, well, like, A, he'd actually be a billionaire. First right. time. Foremost. <laughs> well, I, wa- I wonder, though, just because like he's, he's not poor. You Ooh, know, right. Donald Trump? Trump? Yeah. Oh, I know. He's just not a billionaire. But I'm just I'm wondering, I mean, clearly money is not necessarily like his... No, well, but... he was in pretty bad shape no, he's financially really before he became shape. president. Yeah. 
Well, even before he did The Apprentice, right? Like, there's no way that yeah, guy's The not Apprentice was upside really down the only by hundreds way he made of money. Dollars. Oh yeah. no, I'm just what I'm. I'm just saying, like, I don't think no, he's motivated by image and had the right. That's his, what I'm saying. His image was to. Un, I mean, if you look back at stuff at that time from the XFL, they were trying to unseat the NFL and take over as the the, the main sport sure. in the country, and they just they got obliterated. But right. if the Anyways. XFL flourishes, perhaps The Apprentice never happens. Yeah. And he's not the celebrity that he yeah. was. He's Even though like, he was already a celebrity. Yeah. Everybody knew he was. a fucking joke. Everybody yeah. thought he was. Yeah, he'd just be another and sleazebag then, sports team. Owner. There's all these idiots that watched The Apprentice and thought, he great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who those people yeah. are. No, you're, or, or, or inversely, he would have just been more popular. I mean, it could have. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Is yeah. like, I'm not sure that that's, I'm not sure that you could say that like that. Maybe, maybe he'd be like Mark okay. Cuban. Basketball to the death. Basketball to the death. <laughs> That's I such do a peculiar choice. Basketball. Basketball to the death. It is. Isn't and like it? I said already, it's at the John Carver LA... loves basketball. I know, but so <laughs> put it in the Staples <laughs> Center, or I guess whatever it was back then, not the Staples Center, but why why put it in the L.A. Coliseum? That's weird. Yeah, they yeah. should have made reference to what was going on at the L.A. Coliseum or wherever it was. The what do you mean? What'd you say? The L.A. Coliseum. That's the basketball place? No, that's the Coliseum. Where's the basketball place? The Staples Center. The Staples Center. Okay. Yeah, they should have made reference to what something that had been happening at the Staples Center, so he's not there. That's why he doesn't do it there. Oh, or I that see it was leveled it's busy. Or something. <laughs> it's busy being it's busy used, or It's right? been taken over by the blah, blah, blahs. You know, who I, knows? I'm guessing it's just for the, well, A, it's because you can rent the Coliseum and have night shoots there probably uh, is the biggest right. Benefit because the Staples Center is probably like, yeah, no, we're not going to rent you this place for. <laughs> and you're going to do what to it? Yeah, you're going to put garbage everywhere. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I thought the the uh, uh, I thought the basketball to the death scene was it, it is fun. Yeah, but it's it's fine. It's just like they show one guy fun. not succeeding. And right. then they have people surrounding the basketball because it's circular a basketball court. Squad. Yeah, circular firing squad. Yeah. <laughs> it's always my favorite. Like, they do it several times in this movie. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> Just surround them and start shooting. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the, but the basketball su- stuff is fun. Anytime basketball, like anytime a sport shows, like in Alien Resurrection when Sigourney Weaver <laughs> sure. does the shot, yeah. anytime a sport shows up in this kind of movie is weird. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I don't know it's why. It's even weirder in that one because it's supposed to be like 800 years in the future. There's no reason why basketball is still around in 800 years. Right. But this I, one is weird because it's just a weird choice. No, but I, I just think anytime it always seems out of place. And it's so it's funny because it is such like a staple of like the like culture that yeah. anytime like a sport pops up is weird like if i mean like soccer soccer is one of the like biggest sports on the planet imagine if all of a sudden like kurt russell just started like having to like soccer his way out i know like how odd that would be so odd it's all weird it's very strange it's strange that that makes sense is that it's strange to have any team related thing be the objective right because right (laughs) it just it just like like, he's playing a real dangerous game of horse it would make better sense (laughs) it would make better sense if he had to like he had to stop five on five like penalty kicks or something right like that would with with whoever's the best soccer player there but even that would be weird but that would make better sense i guess i mean this is obviously (laughs) the scene in escape from new york where he fights the giant guy right right that happens in what movie (laughs) in escape from new york and then this is that scene, but they even have a giant guy just like that who uses giant bolt cutters to decapitate people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You but, know, but even like they don't gla- want to repeat it, I guess. But a gladiatorial so. battle, th- those 
fit into these types of like yeah. violent action movies. Yes. So it fits in Escape from New York. Uh-huh. The fact this that it's basketball is so Even though so it's bizarre. in a ring, yeah. which is a sport thing, it doesn't feel oh, like yeah. a sports sequence. Right. It feels like, oh, you have to fight this guy to the death or you're going to die. That, and it's probably it's because it's more thing. it's more threatening. Yeah. Right? Like basketball, having to put, just throw a ball around seems so stupid. So stupid. I mean, <laughs> just dribbling and running <laughs> down the court. It's dribble. so weird. It, Does he have really, to follow basketball rules? Right. Why is he dribbling? Does he get called Well, because you've you tried traveling? to, you have to dribble with when you're on a basketball court it, you trying to run the ball doesn't yeah feel i guess right. it feels more natural to dribble it does feel more yeah. natural <laughs> it sure would it would look yeah. weird if he walked would it if be he was weird? just running holding it i guess it would look more weird if you just like cradled it like, yeah, he, like touch it like a football well, not only that have you ever tried that it's almost impossible like you your your body needs to be dribbling yeah. to get but the i want flow. but i wonder if it is like a physics thing or if it's like a just yeah your body's comfort like a Pavlov, not not even like a Pavlov's no. dog, but of just a thing where you s- have seen it like that so much that you're you automatically just assume that that's how it's supposed to go. You know, you're right. I in eighth grade, I had a buddy who was not a basketball guy, and he hung out and played like after school ball with me and some other people one time, and it was the most peculiar thing because he did he, his instinct was like he was like a running back built like a running back, uh-huh. and he his instinct was to grab the ball and just run with it. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it watching him do it, I was like. Huh, that would never occur to me, but it, it was just natural for the guy. So no, you're right. It it just is. I, I'm you're not right. sure. I'm it's one. Not, I, I it, just wonder if that is a thing. But you're right because like I've tried. Like I have to dribble a yeah. basketball when I'm yeah. like even if I, I'm the type of person where if I have a ball in my hand, I have to, to be bounce like it. bouncing yeah. it around. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> not saying he shouldn't have or no, that no, he wouldn't but have. it I'm does look strange because it does. It doesn't appear to oh, yeah. me that guy who says things like. Welcome to the human race. Yeah, he doesn't is suddenly bouncing his little ball <laughs> and <running laughs> well, down the court. To and shoot he's his and he's lo- he's trying to look cool doing it, but yeah. it doesn't look natural for Kurt. Right? He doesn't strike me as a basketball guy. I mean, I am sure he's dribbled a basketball and shot it before, but it doesn't played at the rec center. Sure, yeah, he's, 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 he's a baseball Saturday. guy. He's a baseball guy, yeah. exactly. So it's just it is odd. It, like it's I think there's a reason why uh, Kevin Costner has never done a basketball. Game. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you're just kind of a certain sports geared person. Now I can't this get is the like if he, out of my head of This Kevin is like Costner if Kevin Costner it. played basketball in Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is like. That is fully accurate. That is <laughs> absolutely amazing. correct. Yeah. Underwater even. <laughs> that is totally. that is incredibly yeah. accurate. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he, and then he makes two improbable shots to survive, uh-huh, which right. is the other part of it that's annoying is like, it's not like he shows that he's like somehow more fit and than than they expect. Like he's oh god, he's actually super good at basketball, and he like where can we find a full court that we can go to and, tr- and test this out and see how we do? It what is if, difficult to do. We when, really do this for a. Uh, uh, field trip. Well, I'll do it. I'll, uh, do it. I'll do it. There's a full court. Even it's not even a regulation length, but th- that court right. over near my house in that park. You mm-hmm. know, I bet if we tried that there, we would both fail. Oh, five out you of guys, six times. You guys, I when I worked at uh, when I worked with kids with developmental disabilities, uh-huh. uh, I worked with this one kid, and we would go to Kleiner Park after he got out of school and just go and shoot baskets uh, in the afternoons. And we would pretty much spend the whole time uh, just, court. just trying to see if we could do like half court and full short 
Full court, court shots. shots. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah, and we sunk a couple of them. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about doing because he has to re- resort to that because he's getting winded. Yeah. Oh right, that's what I'm saying. Right, is, right, right. Even on I an think inc- try it. on a contracted yeah. fill f- court like that, I bet we still wouldn't be able to do it. Oh no, absolutely it's, it's, not. It's, it's that's a we got set this up. But that's a weirdly specific, <laughs> like. Like, how did you think like of that as a screenwriter? Three, I know these three grown men around a, a, a basketball woman. court. Huh? Well, oh, I thought you were talking about the writers. No, I'm talking about us, <laughs> us doing this. Oh, us, no, we are going to do this okay. at a basketball court in a public park. No, you know, what? with Fuck two it. of us standing on the sides, going ten, <laughs> nine, eight. <laughs> no, we should do again. it. Oh my god, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to do this do really it. bad. Okay. I want to do that at the park over by my house. It's perfect, or okay. any other park you can think of. But that right. one I know has nets on it. Let's and everything. meet early next week and okay. do it. Let's do this. Okay. And then we'll Let's come do over it later this after. afternoon. What the fuck? What are we? Well, I have to get home. Tomorrow's tomorrow's Easter. I do, but I'm, it's only to go pick my kid up. After that, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Make him walk. Um, but okay. I'm gonna go practice. So he escapes. He, uh, this is when also when but does he uh, escape from L.A. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. He escapes from Cuervo Jones. God, we haven't even got to where yeah. he escapes he, from L.A. He yet. escapes. He escapes with the controller, with the satellite controller, right. and Utopia follows him because she yeah. realizes because. Cuervo Jones is going to kill Snake anyways, yeah. even though he won. And oh, she, this is, that's when this she is realizes, the underground. Yes, that's when she realizes that he's not a good guy. Yeah, and she's get, a little disturbed by all the executions going on. Yeah. Like she's yeah. disturbed by the one they shoot in the circular firing squad and then the Yeah, she's beginning, she's beginning to think she's maybe like, she's huh. not safe in this environment, that right. Cuervo Jones right. isn't necessarily a, a, a guy who's going to keep The her guy from... with all the doll heads on his car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Not a stand-up guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she catches a whiff that he's just as bad as her dad, right? Because right. he's manipulated her into thinking her dad is evil because her dad is evil. Right, but then yeah. he's just also, man, it's just that same fucking meet the new boss, same as the old boss vibe, mm, man. Really Fuck is. yeah. I'm not going to get fooled again, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. The won't, next won't fascist again. fucker. <laughs> so, okay, but how does this- again. Oh, this is and where- Eddie shoots him. Yeah, this Eddie is where he follows after that's him. Right, he gets takes Utopia back to Cuervo. But then this is where Snake winds up in the pipe. Back with pipeline. In the no, but what is that? That's the LA aqueduct, right? Or the LA, uh, LA River. Canal, LA Canal. I'm not sure yeah. what that's supposed to be, but it yeah. has to be that, right? That's the Maybe. iconic LA thing. That's where every every movie that happens in LA has to have a scene in that duct, right? In the LA River? In the LA River. No, no, yeah. no. This is not that. This is uh Where is it? It's then? a uh 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 um, some kind of aqueduct uh, thing. I feel like he's, they Eddie say what sa- it is. Eddie says it. At some, Steve Buscemi says it at some point. He, I think he called. He's probably washed out in the because he goes back to yeah. where Cuervo is and he's like, "I got the box. I shot Snake." Yeah, and he's like, "I don't believe you." you yeah, know, give me the head. Give yeah, me, bring me his head. Oh, and he does the. Uh, oh no, that's later. Never mind. They'll switch route. Whatever it is, later. if it's not the canal, yeah, that's that's, it. a, that's a waste of time. Or that's a waste because again, that's the most iconic LA thing of all. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, it's <laughs> in <laughs> Greece and it's in T two, so yeah, it's that's iconic. It. Yeah. No, it's in Chinatown. It's in Drive. It's in Drive. It's in that's Destroyer. In tons, yeah. Everything yeah. it is, everything. Um, every single every movie. goddamn movie, even that. movies that take place in other places. Yeah, they just go back. Feature scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to make that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he, anyway, that he gets there, he gets dumped out of the sewer system uh-huh. in whatever this place is. And yeah, Peter Fonda's there waiting for a tsunami wave. So yeah, this wave, and he's driven his own car and parked. Wilshire it. Canyon. Wilshire County. Oh, whatever. Yeah. 
to, you'd think there's a finite amount of cars available. That's my thought. He's like, if he knows this that point. this is going to come through, unless because he doesn't indicate that he's on a suicide mission. No, that he's just going to ride he's it. Okay, that wave. is the one thing that bugs me about this movie. Yes, is that he lets his cool ass dune buggy get fucking destroyed by the tsunami instead of just parking it up on the Wait, side and coming which back. Which part of this bothers you? Yeah, that he that leaves part? the jeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that he leaves a Jeep. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Pipeline, what are you doing? Yeah, park, park up it up a, there. Yeah, are you, you know it's coming. Not, this isn't a Bodhi moment. Like, yeah. you know, you're <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. coming back. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's strange. I, I don't, hate it. I don't, I, it, it, really, it really bummed me out. And it's, it's amazing no, how the wave just fucking tears that Jeep apart, but they're able to just easily... Yeah, it zip right on. up, zip right up. <laughs> just and, and they get up on, on it, and they're within like five feet of each other, yeah. just like an old. Uh, uh, well, they give each other a high five. Okay, yeah. okay, really quick, really quick. Just like, just like those <laughs> me, surf movies from the fifties, really cool. right? Let me ask you guys this. It's really cool. That's so cool. <laughs> what do you guys? What do you think looks worse, the close-up shots uh-huh. or the like? <laughs> Wide shots of like the uh, wide. Well, they both look pretty know. bad. The, the close-up so shots, bad. at least, like I said, they they remind me of those old fifties yeah. surf movies. What what's the name? I'm 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 spacing yeah. on the name. The 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 beach movies. The beach movies. Yeah, Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The fucking I don't know what the beach blanket bingo. Yeah. No, but what was the actress in the act? There was two main was, actors. Um, um, she was a, Annette. Annette. Annette Funicello. Right, it was yeah. Annette Funicello yeah. and, and Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. There we go. That's yeah, Hot Valley. Big, yeah, big so, that's that. Yeah, so that's Yeah, it's right. clearly just kind of playing off that. Although it's a tsunami wave, <laughs> which doesn't look like a tsunami. No, it, and also, it just looks like two guys just kind of going. Yeah. And also, if it's a tsunami, they're going to be feeling it up above that canyon. And also, uh, <laughs> the the other thing is, uh, they should just call it a. Tidal wave. I well, know. you know what? You know what drove me crazy about it too is, well, first <laughs> of all, stupid shit. He's driving alongside. Yeah. He gives a double take. He gives a what? Like, what? <laughs> first of all, let me say, I love, I love That's this so scene. Good. I, I love it. Yeah, uh, it's the best. Second of all, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It also it does bug me a little bit that pipeline is like, don't stand up till you get to the top. And then as soon as the they hit the get on the water, they he immediately both stand, stand up. up. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? You guys suck at surfing. <laughs> you guys fucking suck at surfing. <laughs> Way better at basketball. But the fact that he then also surfs onto the car. Well, because they're like next to each other, and he high fives him. He's like, and "I'm gonna like, take off. Catch you, catch you later, Bill and Ted." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And he surfs yeah, into the car. What is the feverish? hash pipe dream yeah. that they came up with this part of the movie. I like, love it. I love it. It's ridiculous. It, it is, is ridiculous. ridiculous. It is so... It's super entertaining. It is really silly. Because then, then he takes him... Because then Steve Buscemi decides to be on Snake's side. You're, you're never clear on where Steve Buscemi is, right? Well, because he's just... Right, whoever's because got Steve the gun Buscemi has head. also been betrayed by Cuervo at this point because yeah. he... Like, Steve Buscemi shot... Got... Utopia yeah. and the box back. Yeah, and he says that. He's like, what do I got to do to get on this guy's good side? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Steve Buscemi rules. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if he found Snake's body, he probably would have taken his Deca- head off Deca- and Deca- taken Deca- it back to Cuervo. Yeah. Well, but he's trying to live in a post-apocalyptic world, so you can't yeah. really criticize him for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, right. Yeah. So then they, he takes him to- Hershey. Yeah, but what's what's his name? The um, Jack- uh, 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 Carjack- Carjack Malone. Carjack, Carjack, Carjack Malone. Used to oh. be. That's his dead name. 
I yeah I okay I wanted to her talk, dead name I wanted, yeah I wanted to talk about this <laughs> yes I forgot it's all about this name. part of this I, I forgot all about I, this I, I, the funny thing is that when I I was watching with subtitles as I'm want to do mm-hmm. and uh-huh. they the way they spelled Pram Greer's character's name in the subtitles uh-huh. was H R H E R S H E so her she. Oh, yeah. Hershey. Oh, and, and that's even worse. I can't well, remember. What's the rest of the name? Did you get the rest of her name? Because it goes on. It's Hershey something. Oh, I don't know. Her, right. Oh, Hershey uh, Las Palmas. Okay. I'm very white. <laughs> <laughs> Hershey Las Palmas. But really quick, I do. I just have a quick, uh, quick rant about this mm-hmm. that I want to just uh, get out of the way because in <laughs> movies pre like twenty twenty. 19 yeah in the last you know pre uh, like in the last like 10 years the depiction of transgender people is oftentimes really really sad and like really atrocious and Mm. like really like just gross and they're Uh, always the butt of the joke yeah this was this was starting here though but go ahead go ahead but in this movie i actually there's a couple of things i that about it that i was like oh this could have been way more problematic and it ended up not being too bad yeah at least from my straight cisgendered Um, white dude perspective no i mean they don't they don't address him like refusing to use her chosen name but they're also it's still a little bit on the problematic side in that it's still implied that there's something not correct about her doing this but but there's it's nobody's the one thing that i liked about it that i think is something that so many movies are uh, uh, that so many movies do that is really offensive is that nobody's ever really grossed out yeah. by Hershey. True, and Hershey is a, like a woman of power, yeah, and a yeah. woman in control. And, and what did they do with her voice? That's yeah, the thing that, that was peculiar. Like I was unclear why they were doing that. That mm-hmm. part also felt like you don't need to throw that in there. Like just I, I think at the. Gr- I think you're right, and yeah. I think nowadays they wouldn't throw that in there. Right. I think at the time, I think it was I, misguided. Yeah, I, think I think so it was too. Misguided. I do too. I do yeah. too. And I don't feel like, I, and and the other thing they wouldn't do. Did today, we mention this is Pam Greer? Yeah. Oh the, yeah. The other thing they Pam wouldn't Greer. do today yeah. is is put Pam Greer in that role. They would have a, a transgender, the transgender person. Yeah. person. But yeah. that's very recent. That's very recent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, within the last like year, yep. really, yeah, I a mean, couple of years. They do have like because he does keep calling her Carjack. Carjack. Yeah. And she says something about it. Yes, yeah, which, which I is, liked. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And, and also, he doesn't because you you think like you you almost expect a character like this to say something he's shitty not re- to her. Yeah, about he's not it. repelled and by it. And he doesn't. He says, "I don't give a fuck what you yeah. are." And even yeah. even yeah. the part that I was like, "Oh, I don't like this," is when uh, Snake is reaching up her leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought he I thought was gonna grab something. Grab her. It's gonna dick. be a crocodile Dundee moment. I was just thinking yeah. the same thing. Yeah. This is the crocodile and the fact Dundee. that it's a gun. I was like. Yeah. Oh well, that's yeah. still I that wouldn't definitely wouldn't play today. In it 19- almost would because almost, you expect that character to be just trying to be a fucking piece of shit, but he's mm-hmm. really he knows that there's a gun up there and he's getting yeah. a gun out. Right, and so it ended up being, uh, at least from my perspective, if somebody disagrees with me, I'm happy to sure. acknowledge that. <laughs> like, sure, <laughs> you know, sure, it's problematic. But to me, I was like, oh, this ended up being more or less like harmless. Not and, as problematic as I anticipated. As yeah, soon yeah. as as Carjack Jones. Pam Greer turns out to be playing a trans woman. I was like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, oh, shoot. Yeah, but no, no it's I not that. Totally. It's not nearly as bad but as I anticipated. If a trans person wanted to tell us, 
uh, actually, no, this I'm is quite certain. offensive. I'd be like, oh yeah. Oh, I'm certain. <laughs> I'm certain there's elements of it that are far more offensive yeah. than I'm. I'm conscious. Sure, of, but especially of. like I'm. What comes to my mind is like a lot of like the transgender portrayal of transgender characters in like <laughs> comedy movies of the time. Like yep. I'm thinking of like Ace Ventura. Oh sure. Uh, I'm thinking of like. Uh, I, I re- recently tried to rewatch uh, "Dude, Where's My Car?" Oh yeah, mm. and the I don't even remember. I don't remember that, that either. The like two main villains are two transgender, a transgender woman, like oh that's right, female that's right. She's got like a male, weird and then voice. another like the uh, the opposite right. of like a male to female, and it is like but they're presented as being aliens who didn't understand. No, 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 no. Gender, they right? are not the aliens. The oh. aliens are the big-breasted women I don't remember that, that are movie. like Stepford wives. But the I, transgender I characters, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust. But anyways, it's just so, your your memory of it, it over mine. It is like so gross yeah. and like so uh, unbearable to watch. And I it kind of brought to mind like it's just funny that I had just tried to watch that movie like within the last like few months. Yeah. That uh, uh, yeah. In in relation to this movie, this movie being like, oh, this is like. Uh, this is sensitive compared to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. this is like well, a woke portrayal. Considering, of considering people compared to it. for its time, yeah. Yeah. Well, and considering so. John Carpenter's film, I don't know how to put it. Like his perspective, he's not as gross as his contemporaries as you would maybe expect him to be. At least in my opinion, fully just across the board. Uh-huh. From the beginning, all he the way to now. He, I don't think he likes to punch down. Is the thing? Like, yes, he's I think that's the way to put it. Because yeah, he's like it. a yeah. hippie dude. Yeah, he's always going after to like the people in power, and yeah. the people who are not in power are all, I think, kind of just like cool in his eyes, and he's never mm-hmm. trying to make them out to be. Like, yes. Yeah. He's never. He's yeah. I. I they're I never like the butt of the joke. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't think Hershey, Pam Greer's character is meant to be she's she's not played as a joke no. in the movie. I mean no. maybe a little bit of the at the beginning because you're just surprised that yeah. Yeah. Her she used well, to be Carjack Malone. Yeah. And they have a, his, this they have was a history. Like, people remember in those days like the only thing you heard about uh, transsexuals or transvestites or anything like that was in like a joke about Jerry Springer. Like that was basically yeah. their place yeah. in pop culture at right. that point but here or they were like buffalo bill in silence of the land right. right you know what i mean yeah. like but here yeah. he's just referencing his time with carjack malone and texas mike o'shea <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right texas but i just mike. i did i did just want to say <laughs> yeah. that because i yeah, 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 it's yeah. something to note mm-hmm. anytime something like that pops it up in a movie yeah, I like to especially by today's. You're like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, everybody's buttholes pucker when that well, happens. And then, yeah. and then rightly, like, I mean, rightly so because yeah, so a lot mine. of it is. Oh, it's <laughs> bad. Yeah. Like, oh boy, here we go. That's yeah. exactly. It's gonna be bad. So, <laughs> this is where they get on the hang gliders. Yes, which oh, but I... this is where this is important that Hershey tells Snake that that virus is bullshit. It's just right. government propaganda. Right, you're not dying. But. And he, so but now he knows that. But he doesn't know it because he still thinks, well, I don't know. I don't know how to take that because part of me is like, but this is also someone who's in a but she, prison and is. Well, she doesn't say like, I'm familiar with Pluxum 7. No. Yeah. Uh, Plutoxin 7. Plutoxin 7. It's fake. Don't worry about it. She basically just says, oh, uh, and they injected you with the flu. Big whoop. Like, yeah. you can kind of interpret that as. 
I don't know. I, I you know what I mean? She says it's bullshit government she propaganda. She says it, but that but she's kind of lumping it in with everything, everything that they're doing. That, that's my you point. I mean? Is like I felt she's, like that felt yeah. more like a Q conspiracy perspective than a than an actual. It did to me too, except it's true. It, it turns true. out to it be true. true, and he obviously believes it because of the shit he pulls at the end. Right, because he doesn't but, have any. But he's also having flu-like symptoms starting to oh, kick yeah. in. So and he's still, and, sick, and he's so. still up until the last moments being like, "Give me I the, get the fuck out of here." You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think he at that point it puts it in his head. But I think right. he's still like, "Well, I'm but not going to just go based on Hershey's." No, the point of having her say it is so that we in the audience we, understand yes, exactly. that that's what that is. Because right. right. it would be. Weird if they're at the end, they're just like, <laughs> you believed it. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. When, when they do get to, when they get on the hang gliders and that's they do. amazing. They take a, off from the Hollywood sign. Yes. Oh, shit, that's right. Uh, and they, they, they fly. You know how far away Anaheim is from that Hollywood yeah. sign? <laughs> and the, uh, the Even Hollywood, on a hang glider, it's going to take longer than the 20 minutes he's got left. <laughs> and not only that, but the hang glider, like the Hollywood sign is not that high up. No, no. Like if you're going to be yeah. trying. If you're going to be trying to go like, what I don't know, 60 miles. Yeah, you know, it's like, a long ways away. Yeah. It's not near. Well, <laughs> what it reminded see. me of visually was the never ending story. Sure. The, the actual like them up high in the air shots. It's 32 miles, by the way. Okay. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. 60, 60 sounded <laughs> more logical, but still. 32 miles but, on a hang glider. Yeah. And then when they descend <laughs> on the. Uh, on, the, on Disneyland, yeah, uh, that shit's like straight up flying monkeys from yes, Wizard it is. Well, oh, it's so down. funny because all I could think was you couldn't think of an easier target than somebody twenty five feet up in the air going slowly, slowly over <laughs> you to and just like shoot them out of the air, swooping down and coming back up, yeah. and they're they're doing all this shit that doesn't make any sense. They are not obeying great. the laws of physics no. at all. Well, I'm, and you can even see the actors like trying to awkwardly. Hold on, because they are being held by wires, but it's still like yeah. at some point they're kind of supporting themselves <laughs> right. and use a gun. Like I think it's one of those like they didn't think it out, and and so it's, as it's happening, they're like, okay, now, so I want you to also fire the the guns down at the thing, and they're like, oh shit, I'm gonna fall out of this if could I do it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they all look like they're like, <laughs> oh, this is not okay. This is not okay. Can we also consider hang gliding a sport? This no. is a real sports movie. Oh my god! You're right. You're such I a agree. Dick. I agree. I hate you guys so much. It is a sport. I gotta leave in like ten okay. minutes. You okay, guys they send Buscemi in first as a distraction. Yes. he descends down in and crashes into the wall, and then he gets the box from Cuervo, who and, and he does like, a little slide of hand. Coming, he's like, "What's going on?" And he goes, "What's Look that over, over there? there?" And they all turn around and shoot, and he turns around and does the old switcheroo real quick. Uh-huh. But he does the double switcheroo. Classic. He does yeah. a classic double double. And we know because there's a little dot on one. Yeah, that's right. But um, <laughs> I I do love this action sequence. I think it's really fun. Yes, I think it's like it really is fun. Silly. It's just idiotic. It reminds me a lot of like this the alleyway scene in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It reminds me of that where every there's just like a bunch of shit going on and yeah. it's all just like goofy, silly, like over the top gunfights and stuff. And we had the one thing we get that's I think an improvement. Uh, as far as like the villain goes in this one, is I like that Cuervo and Snake have like an, they have like an a, actual fight. They have a fight. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like noted that. that as well. Yeah, yeah. fist fight, mm-hmm. which we didn't get with the Duke, which was right. strange. Still strange to me that they didn't have a fist fight. Yeah, and then so they escape in this helicopter that was sent for Cuervo. Oh, oh that helicopter's badass. With the like, so dumb no, dude, with the like the <laughs> the uh, the propellers uh-huh. come out like a transformer. Uh-huh. That's cool as shit, uh-huh. dude. 
It doesn't like, look even great after the way it's, it's landed, doing it. It's not like they're still using I disagree. Like, the CGI it looks cool as shit. When yeah. the people first approach it, it looks so weird. I think it looks I, rad. I though. think it's got the, like a cool design. I think you're right. It's got, no, you're it's talking got a cool design. You're the, speaking of the design. The design. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying the special effects of it. No, no but the yeah, idea the of it cool. and like the idea that the propellers can be retracted. Yeah. That's nifty, dude. I thought that was rad. Yeah, and it's fireproof. But why would you ever need the propellers to come in to retract on a helicopter? Just because it's cool. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> you know. Just more add, compact parking. Just add, a, yeah. Yeah, just add one more complication. <laughs> the helicopter like, one of the most dangerous ways to fly. Yeah. Just add um, one more thing that can possibly go wrong. Um, this is where he says, because he lost his jacket at some point and some dude picked it up. Yeah, that's he right. gets it back from him right yeah, before he, he takes gets on his jacket the, back. The bulletproof her- helicopter. Get in. It's bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. And then as like wait, the, wait, wait, wait. How are we not talking about Pam Greer's like helmet of hair in that whole sequence where she's flying in that hang glider? <laughs> I thought she was wearing a bicycle helmet. Yeah. That it's hair, like, what that is, is going on? Wild. wild. <laughs> is aw- I think it's rad. I think Pam Greer looks fucking cool in this, she's awesome. yeah. in this movie. She's like, Pam Greer. She's great. Yeah, but like her hair and like her costume. She's underutilized. Like, I wish she would have oh, come yeah. into the movie yeah. and like soon into soon into it and been like a partner the me whole time. Me too. And speaking on to <laughs> that, when when they get in the helicopter and they're getting away and uh Cuervo gets one last bazooka shot at uh, off <laughs> oh, at him. My Steve God. Buscemi jumps out um after shooting uh uh, uh Cuervo. And um, does Cuervo die? I didn't think he died. He gets shot in the chest. I think he's dead. Oh, that's right. That's but he right. D- he does fire off his shot. That's right. After he gets after he gets shot. Yeah. Steve Buscemi jumps out. He's done for. Uh, oh yeah, because he's in the helicopter and he jumps out. Everyone in the jumps back right. seat of the helicopter is burnt alive. Yeah, right. including Hershey, which I thought was not. I thought oh, that's right. was a disservice yeah, to that Hershey. Sucks. Yeah. I, I I liked Hershey. I, it's Pam yeah, Greer. but the movie's and only going to sh- have Snake at the end. That's the whole point, right, right? But I they but the fact that it's like it reminded me of again in Escape from New York when they're escaping on the bridge and yeah. people are dying and they don't like. It's not like. It's kind yeah. of like not dealt with yeah. like nonchalantly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that Hershey kind of just like dies in the backseat without even getting like a last word in, yeah, yeah, that bummed me. I had to like go back and be like, ah, oh, like really did Hershey die in there? Yeah, that yeah, sucks. That sucks. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That, that yeah, he should have let her off with uh, Steve Utopia, or even just get like yeah. a last word in, just to be like, just to be like, ah, oh, fuck, or right. something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like even that, <laughs> especially been... that death. It's so stupid. The fucking yeah. bazooka thing blows up everything in the helicopter except the front seat. It, right. it just blows up the and back seat. It blows up the back seat. Yeah, it's not stupid. It's just logical. Yeah. Utopia doesn't even have his stupid jacket. I know, I know. and That's... the jacket's not protecting him. No. Right. and it stays on fire the whole time. Yeah, and right. they're just they get all the way there. That might be the dumbest part. Yeah. Yeah, well, and they've that got. Might be he's got the way. two minutes. As far as he knows, he's got two minutes left to get it. I guarantee it's going to take longer than two minutes to fly across whatever that canal is. is yeah, yeah, that's just it's just you silly. Mean the, yeah, the it's ridiculous. San Fernando the Sea. San Fernando Sea. Yeah. Um, again, uh, approaching back to uh, the mainland. Yeah. It again. It was like, is this the worst looking part? Yeah. It's, it's all those the, shots it's are all so bad. real bad. Yeah, like even I. Even the wave, I can forgive a little bit because mm-hmm. it's at least like a big, uh, like a big ridiculous, thing, like thing. a big spectacle. Yeah. Like the stuff like that is a little bit is it probably more offensive. Yeah, this stuff is like, stuff they're really close to getting looking okay. Yeah, like uh, and would look signs would look totally like okay practically. Yeah, totally. You know yeah, what I mean? Just, yeah, just make <laughs> a little set. Yeah, it's or, like, like miniatures or something. Same exact shots in Escape from New York look great. Yeah, yeah, with like the <laughs> yeah, matte paintings. They, yeah, where they yeah. built yeah. the little miniatures. Um, yeah. But anyway, so Snake gets back. He tells Utopia to jump off. 
off. She runs off, but she gets captured. Immediately. Immediately. She gets sent to the electric chair by her immediately. dad. Immediately. Immediately. Like, there's no like Remorse. There's no talking. He's, yeah. She's like 12 seconds later and Snake, in a chair. In a chair. But, <laughs> but we find that Snake has uh, uh, done a switcheroo right. on the president, so he gives him Eddie's guide to the map to the stars. Map to the stars. And exactly like his, the first one. But he uses his hologram yes. so that he's not right there for and he's got the minutes. I, I, I actually I like that. <laughs> I, do I like too. the hologram too. I oh, don't yeah. think seeing it the first time or even like revisiting it like many years later, like that was like something that had stuck out in my mind, but I like it. I yeah. think it's a, mm-hmm. they set it up well. Yep. They do a good job of like getting him his jacket back so he still has it, like all that stuff. Yep. Like and so it pay, it's a good payoff for something that had been set up. Yeah. And kind of largely forgotten about. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. They did a good job of talking about it, talking about it and then not referencing it until he uses it at the very end. Right. Yeah. No, that was good. Know. And and then the fact that he does it. He does enters six 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 yeah. And blast the world back into the dark ages. And then he slowly oh, after lights letting a Cliff Robertson video. get on TV, basically, and threaten that he's going to use yeah. this to everybody, and does it, and we get the map of the stars, Eddie. Thing yeah, working, yeah. Which is always just funny to me. Yeah, I was like, can I get a copy of that? Yeah, yeah. After the stars, Eddie's tour set out yeah. there somewhere. But then <laughs> Snake all, all ends it with good. the like looking at at camera. Welcome to the human race. There's the oh, light. he finds he, American he, spirits. On that's the right. He finds one. He finds Ameri- one American. Yeah. A pack one with of, one American spirit. One American spirit. Which are completely illegal that. on the mainland. But well, yeah. but I love that it's American spirit. Yeah, totally. Oh my god! And then he lights it. Could you get any more ham-fisted? Yeah. I like it. And I love that the. Uh, <laughs> I always love the, the yeah. like dark-looking cigarettes. It's like a cigarillo. It's yeah. almost like yeah. a cigarillo, but yeah. it's not quite a cigarette. It's yeah. still a cigarette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it's just wrapped in like darker paper yeah Uh, lights it and he's all welcome "Welcome to the human race yeah (laughs) it's great does the line happen after it goes black does he look at the camera and then it goes black and you hear him say it yeah it goes black and then he says it yeah 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 yeah. it's cool it's fucking fucking badass man it's better than (laughs) we need to get we need to get out of here so let's just give our final thoughts I guess we can give our final thoughts where we rank it. We've ranked these movies yeah. according oh, yeah. to our give three us the, tiers. Give us this thing. We three have tiers. tier one, which is the thing. The that, thing. That's the Top best tier, stuff. Best tier. Top we <laughs> have uh, our, our middle tier, which is In the Mouth of Madness. Tier two. Mid-tier. And then we have okay. tier three, Prince of Darkness. Tier three, bottom two. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm curious where, where, yeah. where oh, are we going to put this? I hadn't <laughs> thought about it. I'm How curious did I not think about it? And by the way, just so for our listeners, it has to be a unanimous decision. Right. We have to come I to a unanimous shit. decision. We have at, at the end of this whole series, we're, we're going to have one. Each movie can be moved once. We'll have one oh, opportunity to move. Quit putting rules on it. Oh. It's, dude, we just we're gonna it's they're gonna shuffle out. They're gonna shuffle. But we're gonna have one opportunity okay. to shovel them. No, come but, on. Um, where do we think this? Should go. <sighs> What's at the top of the bottom tier? The top of the bottom tier is Ghosts of Mars. What is the bottom of the mid tier? Vampires. And what's up above that? They live. In the in the mouth this of madness. T- I is, would put it in there. I would put it above vampires below they live. Personally. It, that that's kind of where I'm I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board with that. I, I certainly like I mentioned last time that I would prefer I'd rather watch Ghosts of Mars than Vampires. I'd infinitely want to watch Escape from L.A. above um, Ghost of Vampires Mars or Vampires. and Ghost of Mars. Yeah, yeah, so, agreed. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah I'm comfortable with that decision, you guys. <laughs> Perfect. That was easy. <laughs> All, All right. right. Cool. <laughs> Who, whose turn is it to roll? I don't know. 
You're the one that does the math. Yeah, you're right? the one that does it. Well, who did it last week? I don't. I think it was me. Was it you? No, it was Tucker. It was me. I rolled. It was Tucker I rolled. Last week. So then it's my turn. Right. Yeah, because because we went because we we realized okay. we were we reversed course. We need a one, a three, a four, six, eight. Oh yeah, seven, let, eight. let's read what we have off, have left still. We have Dark Star, Halloween, The Fog, The Thing, Christine, Starman, and Village of the Damned. All right. All right. What are you guys hoping for? I. Well, Tucker brought up a good point earlier that he was hoping it was either uh, The Fog, uh, Village, or Dark Star. And mm -hmm. so potentially we could end with Halloween, The Thing, and Christine, which are all... Oh, I do like that. I hope... Yeah, like, okay, so strong. so we're talking... You want me to roll I want a, one. a one and eight, a four, or a 14. A four or a 14? One, four, or 14 would be perfect. Oh. <gasps> What is, is that it? Halloween? It's Halloween. Three. Three. Okay, great. Uh, I'm Halloween. excited to watch Halloween. <laughs> Who doesn't like Halloween? I know, but I was just hoping to do what we were Halloween's going to be great. It'll okay. be fun to mix it up. All right. Yeah, th actually, I mean, the fact we that- We already know where this was going. The fact this. that we're, we, it's been a Warm bit of a- Warm up that top tier. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit of a, a, a some. It's been a bit of a slog, it's been a, bit of a, a drag, a, 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 bit of a drag. But we've we've found some good stuff in it. But I'm excited to talk Halloween next week. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you, Dylan and Tucker, for being well, thank being you, here Brett. as well. well. Thanks for having us, Brett. Yeah, thanks for being on my podcast yeah. <laughs> again. <laughs> Um, we'll be back next week with Halloween. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, rate and review us on all your podcast apps. Uh, put some money in our tip jar if you want to support the show. Uh, and we'll be back next time. Uh, until next time, we'll be back with more Christine's Things and Halloween's. Until then, obey. Consume. Stay asleep. Life's, Life's a, a bitch, bitch and she's back, back in heat. heat. Ooh, I Welcome to the human race. <laughs>